From the 47th floor of the QSJ Tower in beautiful downtown Cohoes, New York, it's the Rain Man and Guy Blow Show. Starring your host, Rain Man and Guy Blow. Call Rain Man and Guy Blow right now at 518-629-5891 or hit him up on the website, rainmanguyblow.com. Now, without further ado, here's Rain Man and Guy Blow. And that nigger's me. I'm Rain Man. I'm your CEO. On camera, of course, we have the infamous Guy Blow. Yo, last year I would say that that intro was borderline over the top. Probably couldn't do it. But then Django Unchained came out December 11th. Yeah, now we can say anything. We can do whatever we want now. We'll never push it as far as, as, far as Tarantino pushed it. Quentin Tarantino made it possible for white Americans everywhere to say the word nigger multiple <laughs> amount of times in one hour. I think Leo set the record. I did put a bullwhip in the middle of Martin Luther King. Oh yeah, we heard that. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that when I was listening to it earlier when I was driving the cab around, and I was uh, proofreading That's what you did. I, I, I remixed it and put it back in the drive. Oh, you did. What you heard? What you heard was 1.0. That's 3.0. Oh, I see. Oh, you tweaked yeah. it twice. I tweaked it twice. I, I really wanted to turn Dr. Martin Luther the King into a rap star, and me and JT did it. Yeah, what an incredible, incredible Monday for QSJ Radio listeners. You had Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Mm-hmm. You had inauguration of Barack Obama, a.k.a. two terms, a.k.a. Barrio, a.k.a. <laughs> shout out to everyone voting. Then you had um, the NBA on from 1 p.m. all the way through till midnight. Tyler Perry was on nonstop reruns on TBS. They dominated every network. I watched the Cotton Club. What'd you watch? The Cotton Club. You're such an asshole. Uh, you are what did such I watch? an asshole. I forget. Oh, I slept all day. I watched That's what I did. I was one lazy nigger. <laughs> My man takes over the CEO position of QSJ Radio. Now he acts just like the rest of the owners. You know what I did? I took a lot of. I did a lot of uh, show prep this week to get ready for the Martin Luther King Day special. I um, Saturday night. Uh, Would you watch Tyler Perry? Into Sunday. No. Um, if if you... Uh, already? Um, Yo, I, if I, it's... Bro, if it's anyone related to me, just... Rain Man and Guy Blow Show, this is Rain Man. Hi, Rain Man. Um, this is Guy Blow's mom. Okay. <laughs> could you could you guys go on yeah. Facebook and, and put the links so that we can go and see the show tonight? Sure. Um, you want me to put it right on your Facebook wall? Yeah. So that way, you can, that on way, the homepage, so everybody can, everybody can see it. Okay. Okay, I will do that, and I'll tag you in the post. Okay. That way, you'll get a notification. All right. All right. Thank you. Yep. Not a okay. problem. That's and you want to, wa- you want to watch it, right? You don't want to just listen. You want to watch us on camera. Oh yeah. When when I go on there, it is on camera. Yeah. Uh, yep. Is it all right if we say the N word on the show tonight? Um, I know it sounds like you have some company. I don't give a shit. You don't care. Okay. I just wanted to make you know, being Martin no, Luther King Day, Black History Month. All right, nigger. Okay, we'll do that then. <laughs> all right. Thanks, thanks, Tarantino. Thanks, Mrs. Blow. Okay. Yeah. Tell my, tell Nick I love him. I'll right. let him. I'll let him know. Okay. All right, Thank you. Right. you. Yep. Bye-bye. We're on. Bye bye. Bye. Mrs. Blow, everybody. Um, Mrs. Blow. <laughs> so, uh, hey, guy. Um, yeah, you yeah your mom says she loves you. Just okay. want to let you know. All right. I miss her sewing room. Yo, so 
is my voice over the microphone that much different than me on the phone? She had no clue that that was her own son she was listening to. I I don't know if she was listening, really. Yeah, by the way, it's all the QSJ radio people out there. He's posting a link. It's stickcam.com forward slash Rain Man Guy Blow. Oh, I forgot I defended your mother because she wouldn't fucking stop <laughs> All right, I guess I put it on the main page. Did you see that she liked every single status uh, the other night? No, I uh, did not see that. All right, so this is what I did. Saturday night, I'm doing my show prep. I watched uh, the entire first two seasons of Dave Chappelle, <laughs> and I watched all the Charlie Murphy uh, interviews that didn't make the show. Yeah. Uh, fucking hilarious. But, um, yeah, so I'm, like, ready. I'm in the mood to talk some African-American history That's today. show prep. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing you were missing was maybe season one of uh, Tyler Perry. And maybe force yourself through I would never Medea. watch that. Yeah, but research is research, you know. Not every research is going to be a good time. If you got to crank out some Tyler Perry, you got to do what you got to do. Did you watch any Tyler Perry? No, I didn't. All right, then. Couldn't stomach it. I guess we'll have to skip that part of the... Uh... Yeah, well, yeah, we'll ship right over that one, and we'll just go directly into... We are deeply... Very, very, very sorry over uh, last week's episode of, of Performance Enhancing Microphones. Yeah, it was a great title. Great title, and I would say probably a trash can fire of a podcast. Yeah, that's what happens, you know? I I don't know if you could record anything worse. Well, I mean, like, when you're in school, uh, if you get a 90, you still get an A. If you get an 80, you get a B. Yeah. If you get a 70, you get a C. If you get a 65 or above... You get a D, or 66 or above, you get a D. Yeah. 65 and below, you get an F. Uh, so what did they call that 12 you guys did last week? Well, no, 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 no. See, producer, what you're getting, what you're getting mixed up is two thirds of the staff were performed very well last week. <laughs> All right. That's true. Which would be 66 percent, which is uh, a D, a D minus, if you will. Uh, oh, yeah. The other uh, 33 point change. She struggled, man. Yeah. You know, and it led us to to start this policy up. He's the CEO, so he can put his stamp on it. But I already know that he wrote the policy up. I was at the boardroom meeting, and it's signed. It's a closed-door policy here at the QSJ Radio Studios. It's Rain Man and Guy Blow show with special guest star, the producer. And Traffic Light, if he comes over from Virginia or New York City, or if he's got to meet a baby mama and wherever we are, he, his ass can sit in this seat, too. Who? Traffic Light. Oh, yeah. yeah. But other than that. Man. I thought you were talking about someone else because I was reading something that. From the, all right, go ahead. Oh, no, I don't even have that stuff open. All right. Um, I have the information for our interview that we have later in the hour with Ian Stort, yep. uh, Chicago Cubs third baseman, absolute legend of the game, Can't made it to wait. the show. We're going to ask him the hard-hitting questions. Like, I, I want to know what his batting average was in T-ball and uh, how many women he dusted off en route to the show. I think it's going to be – I don't know if he'll answer a question like that. His, uh, he is got a ma- wife? He's married and he has kids, and he says he loves them very much. <laughs> God, I hope he's not like a. He's not Ray Lewis, you know. He doesn't. He doesn't just have six kids, four different women. He's not Cromarty. No, he's not Cromarty. You don't even know his kids' names or how old they are. He actually he loves his kids. That'll probably go down so. in history as one of the best YouTube videos. The Hard Knocks when you ask Cromarty, "Hey, how many kids do you got?" He's counting on his toes, trying to remember. What's their names and ages? He ain't got a clue. <laughs> and oh, by the way, um, in honor of Martin Luther King Day, I did buy a bottle of Tide. Uh, to sell for drug money later. So, <laughs> since I am no longer uh, drinking alcohol, I have something to trade in. I so. thought you got tied because it's a great cleaner for colors. Nope. That's not what I did. 
Not, not, it's not why? I don't do laundry. I like, well, I do laundry, but I don't do it here. I do it at my mother's. And so I, uh, you know, skim off her detergent. I haven't washed jeans in, a, in probably more than 30 days. What I've been doing lately is that instead of hanging my towel in yeah. the shower, yep. I hang my jeans over where you would put your towel. Yeah. So then the mist of the shower combined with the soap that you use in your body, I hope that it hits the fabric just good enough where they don't smell like shit when I go out in public. It's a, it's a move that I've been using for a while, and never once has anyone ever said to me, Yo, your jeans are just, they smell like a hobo. Yeah, but when's the last time anyone smelled your jeans? People, if someone's smelling your jeans, that means they're close enough to you to suck your dick. And if they get that close to you, you're probably pretty good friends with them. Yeah, Short people wear yeah, jeans. Yeah, but who, who does that? No, nobody, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, when it comes yeah. down to it? You don't really, I mean, you're, you're doing stuff you don't really need to do. Yeah, yeah, you're in an area where, I mean, unless we're about ready to fornicate, then well, I mean, even I don't if you are that close. I mean, it's not a porno. It's not like you, you know, undo the button and then your hard cock just flops out through the zipper, Oops. and it's like, you know, and, every, and with every uh, with every pump, she gets a a nose full of, you know, your nasty jeans smell. <laughs> yeah, it's I like imagine. I imagine, mo- and most times during sex in your life and my life and the rest of our lives, yeah. it's going to be. All right, yep. Yeah. Uh, hold on, let me go to the bathroom. You take your jeans off, you go in the bathroom, wipe your ass again real quick. And then you go back in the room and you bang her, and, and then you go, all right, um, you going to make me a sandwich? No? All right, I'm going to go do it. Um, yeah. yeah, and you can go to bed if you want. I'm going to watch some TV, too. And then you call it a night. You know what I mean? Like, it's there's there's no spontaneous whip it out, smack her in the face, and then, oh, my God, I just smelled your jeans. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go any further. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that stage of sex is over. I think you, once you hit the prom night, I think that's about it for that. Nah, I think 25. After you think 25 so? Went, yeah. Well, I'm not saying that... Uh, My sex drive has took a, a tumble. An absolute tumble. I think, yeah, about, I think about doing radio with you more than I think about having sex with women. Has your and master- I swear oh to God. Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints, that's a fact. How's your masturbation frequency? Uh, I go. I, I'm a once a week guy. Usually I'm you like a Saturday it? morning or Sunday. Oh yeah, but how many times though during that that sitting? Um, twice usually. All right, because yeah. I mean you were. I mean, what, what were you a year ago though? Uh, like two years ago, my masturbation frequency was high. It was like maybe six times a week. But the only reason I was doing that is because I was training myself to be able to handle hot bartenders and hostesses with huge tits. So if I wasn't at my in my living room training, yeah, which is jerking off, right. then I wasn't gonna perform when it came to the bedroom. And if I'm not bringing my A game, you think that hostess from Hooters is gonna come back over? No, she's not. Do you train with any materials? Uh yeah, it's called streaming internet porn. No, I mean like a lubricant or anything, or you just go. I go straight. You uh, go hand. hand on hand. Yeah, I go skin on skin. Releasing a tissue or something, or what are you releasing? Uh, boxers, old ones that I haven't washed yet. And then it just put them in. And then when they sit on your bedroom floor, they look like uh, crumpled up paper mache. Yeah. 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 Every once in a while. Yeah. It's All good right. Good stuff. That, that's my workout regimen. <laughs> I'd like to say hi to Guy Blow's mom. She's out there. <laughs> hey, Mrs. Blow. Hi, welcome to the, <laughs> welcome <laughs> the show. Yeah. Welcome to the Rain Man and Guy Blow show. <laughs> Shout out to everyone listening. QSJ Radio. Yo, when this electronic magazine comes out, this is the biggest thing to hit literature since Dr. Seuss. This is huge. This is a groundbreaking moment in literature. We have the e-magazine coming out. I'm personally looking forward to Negrito Midge Morales' first Internet article. 
I want to be the first one to let him know. I hope he's listening. Hey, by the way, when you spell the word music, Negrito, there's no Z in it. It's M-U-S-I-C, okay? I mean, are you going to proofread his shit, or are we just going to put it out there? Um, well, Traffic Light's supposed to proofread it. I don't know how well that's going to work, seeing he's a Latino, too. <laughs> I mean... Shout out to everyone listening. Yeah. <laughs> Barack Obama, a.k.a. Two Terms, a.k.a. Barrio, a.k.a. <laughs> Shout out to everyone voting. You see the pictures I posted up on the fan page? Yeah, I did. Yo, uh, RainManGodBlow.com. Click that Facebook button. Make sure you like the fan page. And for all the QSJ radio listeners, I know you're more interested in the first lady's ass shots than her face. So I also put a shot of her dumper in of, uh, while she's in that first inaugural dress. Speaking of ass shots, don't forget to follow <laughs> at Rate My Backside. That's new from the family that brings you Rate My Knockers. It's Rate My Backside. Yeah, you thought I was getting into the Jews there, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I thought you were about ready to do a Seinfeld plug. Man, it's all about the blacks today. Yeah, this one's for you, Martin, Barry, Michelle. So I was I was looking through on um, previous first ladies. After you go past Michelle Obama as number one for hottest first lady, yeah, there's not anyone in sight. Yeah, nobody. But you don't think that maybe some of the older presidents had some young broads? I looked back. Yeah. Kennedy doesn't count because Marilyn Monroe was his mistress. She wasn't a first lady. She was your first whore. Yeah, but uh, Nancy was pretty hot. Nancy Kennedy. From way, 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 way back? Yeah, when he was president, she looked good. Yeah, but are her photos so outdated that Google Image can't even get to them? No, you can pull up a Nancy Kennedy. Because I pulled up some throwback Hillary Clintons. Yeah, how'd she look? Bro, Ripley's, believe it or not, she was not that bad back in the day. Before she, <laughs> yeah, but... Before she grew a box on her face yeah. around her mouth. Hey, Guy Blow. What's up, brother? Rain Man? Yeah. Speaking, producer. Wasn't it Jacqueline Kennedy? Jackie Kennedy? Mm. Said Nan- yeah, Nancy I don't Kennedy. know. I said Nancy, right? I'm oh, pretty Nancy sure. was Reagan. Nancy, Nancy Reagan? Reagan? Yeah, Nancy Reagan was that first lady. Come on, it's not a history show. <laughs> Yo, next next time you correct me, fool. I'll fuck it's it. doing production. You know what? That. Yeah. Watch me interview Albert Pujols then instead. I'll fucking get <laughs> Stewart. You can have him. No Cubs for you. You can yeah. have him. How about this? I'll interview Alfonso Soriano. Worst signing of your franchise's entire uh, existence. I don't know if we can interview Alfonso Soriano. We don't have an interpreter in the budget. That's what I was just <laughs> going to say. We'd have to do that through Google Translator. Yeah, see, Nan- <laughs> Nancy Kennedy, she was uh, um, an actress. Wow. Well, is, well, was she a first lady or just a sister? Um, there was a ton of Kennedys, so she was I'm a, not saying she was wrong. a She was a Dallas criminal defense attorney. She was a realtor what, uh, for Hudson Holmes. She was, um, <laughs> let's see, she Yo, was in California. No, but was she? Uh, was she, she modeled com- health things. You know, she was pretty hot here. There's some images here. Come on. She worked for Ryan Swanson in Cleveland, PLLC. Wow. Were they the first ones who started DWI defense? Hmm. Oh, realty, realty uh, attorney. Okay, sorry. Let me check out her INDB. <laughs> See what she's got there. Yeah, something tells me this is a sister. Um, let's see. She was known for the movie uh, Why We Fight, 2005. Um, for the Bible tells me so in 2007. And who do who does she think she is in 2008? And the History Channel's uh, mini story, Christmas Unwrapped: The History of Christmas from 1997. Man, what an what an IMDb page by this girl! Fabulous, fabulous career, powerful. Yep. 
So uh, I'm going to go ahead and roll the dice and uh, go with Jackie Kennedy would be uh, the hot box of rocks that Kennedy uh, released in. Yeah. The thing is, uh, it's tough to go by first ladies because it's historical fact that they all cheated on their wives. Yeah. The first ladies were just there because it looked good on TV and it sounded good when you published a story. You know, oh, look, they got two beautiful daughters that go here and go there. Look, I, I, I type in Jack and what pops up? Jackie Kennedy. Like, that's the first thing on Wikipedia. Yo, and she looks good, too. I encourage you to give it a shot. Looks good? I mean, she's no Marilyn Monroe. She's no Michelle Obama? Dude, I don't know what your obsession is with Michelle Obama. Beautiful. Well, you know what it is? Because I tried sending, setting up a profile on meetblackpeople.com. I yeah. saw the commercial on BET. My profile got banned instantly. I don't have a shot. They only allow African Americans to sign up for the website. All right, so... Uh, if you're on Twitter, you can also follow at RateMyEbony. And let me tell you, there's not much out there. Like, there's a select few, and they're in rap videos, and they all live in Miami or Los Angeles. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah, tough for you. Yeah. Upstate New York doesn't have a lot to offer. No. There's not many video victims here in upstate New York. Your best chance is to go to St. Croix Tanning and uh, try and find someone who <laughs> sat in there a little too long. Give myself a saint. St. Croix tan broad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. Better luck, though. And I'll bury y'all. My man's a left-handed basketball player out of Harvard. Ended up with a piece of ass like that. God bless you, Barry. Oh, Jeremy Lin? Oh, no, no. The other left-handed basketball player from Harvard. Oh. Barack Obama. Oh. All right. <laughs> yeah, the other one. My bad. Yeah. I'm not sure what Jeremy Lin's wife looks like. I'm sure he has one now, too. Yo, speaking of Jeremy Lynn, shout out to Davin Rosenblatt from DavinComedy.com. Don't forget those three wacko Jews. They go crazy every Tuesday at 6 o'clock, and they lay down a podcast for your iTunes pleasure. You can listen to them on DavinComedy.com. Click the iTunes link. And Davin Rosenblatt, Pip Helix, and some guy named Joe plays in a band every Friday are there for your listening pleasure. Make sure not to listen because we're live at the same time. Yo, and by the way, you can Joe. download the pod. Joe plays in an official band. It's not He's not some type of Journey cover band that you'd go to a bar and get $3 drinks and $2 pints. He's in a real band. You sure? Made that up, by the way. Yeah, I think he's in, like, I think he, like, def, by definition, I think he is in, like, a Journey cover band. Like, I think he really goes out there, and they play the same songs over and over and over. And I think, I think he, what did I say? A guy named Joe plays in, I think he plays the drums in the band. And uh, they can't play any heart music because he can't keep up. Like in that movie, uh, Power. <laughs> yeah, he can't keep up. You know up. what movie I'm talking about? The, uh, no, the Power movie? No. Oh, fuck. He can't keep up, though, man. <laughs> the thing is, though, he's got a lot of character. Let me find a trailer for this He's movie. great for the cover band. He just can't keep up. He's good, though. No, uh, he definitely is in a cover band, though, because when the two worlds collide, when Rayman and Guy Blow Show called in the Davin's uh, den... And we started busting balls a little bit about his band. He did say he was in a cover band verbatim. Uh, I think he's actually in like an air band. That would be even funnier. Wouldn't it? So the movie I was talking about is called The Adventures of Power. Okay. And uh, in his quest to become the world's greatest air drummer, a small town dreamer must overcome <laughs> obstacles and ridicule to save the day. And it's uh, it's got Ari Gold in it, um, Michael McKean. Uh, who's the dude that's in? Um, yeah, Adrian Grenner, the guy from... Uh, the show that was on HBO. An air drummer. The one. What's a Mark Wahlberg TV show? What's that called? It's the one Blue about Bloods. Mark. What is it? Blue Bloods? No. The one that he's not in, but he produces, and it's about his life. 
Oh, Entourage. Up. Yeah, Entourage. Uh, the guy from Entourage uh, is in it. I want to find a uh, trailer, though, because I want you to hear. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to know what he can't do. And just imagine on. Joe from Davin's Den. Yo, just slamming on the drums, trying his heart out, but he just can't keep up with the cover band. This is heart. This he can't cover heart. <laughs> he can't. He Couldn't. can't do it. It's so hard. Like it's so hard to get through the solo that he yeah. uh, that he freezes up. His arms get tired. They lock up, and he can't do it. And then there's a dude that's in an actual band that, but he wants to be the best air drummer of all time. So he goes out there and he pretends to do it too. And it's really tough to air drum because when you're waving the sticks. They don't, like, just hit the drum and come back up. You have to physically stop it with your arm and pull it back up. It's like lifting a weight, you know? Yeah. You're not supposed to drop the bar off your chest and push it back up when you're benching. You're supposed to bring it down and then push it back up. So that's, like, why air drumming is so much harder than regular drumming. And he, uh, they have an epic battle at the end. But, they go, this movie was so bad, they don't even have a trailer for it. You know what Joe needs? He needs a rock band training montage. You know rock band that came with that the drum set? Yeah. That's what he could do. I mean, Davin's a, a Jew. Why not just borrow the money from him, go get the PS3, and buy Rock Band? It's not a bad idea. I mean, does he really need me to come up with these ideas for him? You know, Davin's the type of guy that he's just mentally set in his ways, and he won't listen. We had a big argument about uh, what was going on um, post-football game when Tom Brady lost. And um, it's impossible to view this webpage. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, when Tom Brady lost, and uh, he was talking about the best quarterbacks of all time or something, and he was doing it on my wall, and I hate that conversation because no one's interested what you think the top quarterbacks of all time are. And I think Peyton Manning's the best, and he said Eli's better than Peyton because he has more Super Bowls, and he'd rather have him with the ball in his hands in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And I laughed my ass off at him, and that well, this, was that. This is how it is whenever you talk sports. If somebody's over 40 years old, they automatically assume if he has more rings, he's better. Because I think for some reason when you're 40, just due to the fact that you've had to raise kids and deal with your wife, you're unable to realize that football's the ultimate team sport. Yeah, and you don't. You probably don't get to watch the game, so you only watch the Super Bowl because your wife's like, all right, you can watch that. Yeah. That makes sense. So that's the only thing that they've ever seen is just the Super Bowl. Yeah. They totally forgot that they play for 17 weeks, and it's known as their regular season. Yeah. They're just not aware of it. And they, and they were talking about how Peyton uh, doesn't have you know as many playoff wins or whatever. Tom Brady, same thing with him. They losing the bunch. Well, you know, if you go 14 and two or 13 and three, all right, and you win, or you have the overall best record. You're the number one or number two seed. Yeah. That means you automatically get a bye. You don't play a game. So you already won a game. That's how I see it. Yeah. You and get credit for that win in my well, book. They should count you for a win. They should give but you a win. In the stat book, they don't. I know. That's stupid. They should give you a win. They should give you a standard 200 yards, two touchdowns. That should be yeah. in your stats automatically. I don't see why not. There's nothing wrong with that. Because now Joe Flacco is the all-time winningest, winningest quarterback on the road. But you know what that means? That, that means, means he's never good enough to play a home game. That means his team always fell into the playoffs and they were forced to play on the road. Exactly. That's how you get those type of stats because you weaseled your way into the playoffs by a wild card. And then uh, your team got hot at the right time, and because it's, you know, single loss elimination, anything can happen if a team gets hot. Well, there you go. It's tough to explain that to an older guy, though. It was it was tough, and he uh, I basically said to him, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion, Davin. I appreciate you uh, giving me yours, even though it's wrong. And then he wrote something like, 
Eli Manning has two rings. I go, all right. Not only that, but he, he lives in New York City, so those guys are just like <laughs> they're they're a different type of person to even argue with. I want to let them all know that the New Jersey Giants play in New Jersey. You know how many times Peyton Manning has not made the playoffs since he became the quarterback of the starting quarterback of a team? I'm pretty sure it rhymes with hero. Well, no, he I mean, he his lost first, his rookie season. His first he went two and fourteen, he and uh, but. So he's been in the league since uh, 1998, right? Yeah. So 98 till now is like 15 years minus one year yep. for being injured. And he's made the playoffs 12 years. Wow. So that means that he only did not make it three years in a 15-year career. Eli has missed it three, and he's only been a quarterback since 2004. And he didn't start. He didn't start yet. No. Kurt Warner started. Kerry Collins started. <laughs> Kerry Collins. Yo, Kerry. The late, you mean the late, great Kerry Collins? The late Kerry Collins. The late, great Kerry Collins. Late to the show. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, besides all that football nonsense, because quite frankly, I'm not too interested in the Super Bowl matchup of the Ravens versus the 49ers. As a football addiction specialist, I'm going to watch it. I might not. I might boycott it. I'm going to try my best to boycott all the media shit that they put out. Two brothers facing off in the world's biggest stage of sports. Welcome to the Harbowl. Boom, boom, boom. Mom, so what do you feel right now? Oh, well, Jim was younger. Uh, I always knew he'd be better than his brother. And then the dad's going to come on. He's a piece of shit. I'm going for, for what is it, Jim and John? Yeah. Something like this. It's, not, I don't it's think Jim it's... and John. John Harbaugh is the one in um, Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, because he's yeah. older. And then San Francisco won his gym, Jim Harbaugh yeah. from Stanford. They need to just scrap the obvious storylines. We don't want to hear much about the Harbaugh Bowl. And I'm telling you right now, the whole Ray Lewis last ride, and I've been to the mountaintops, brother. I have seen Jesus, and I'm telling you right now, this one's for Ray, this one's for Eddie Reed, and for all those boys in the locker room that I would do anything for. I'm just done hearing all the inspirational, he almost sounds pregnant, he's that emotional type Ray Lewis. He was just crying the entire AFC Championship game. Every single time the camera zoomed in on Ray Lewis, he was either staring up to his to his Jesus, and then or just crying. Like what an awful day for him to wear black makeup because it was just it was smearing. Are you sure that wasn't just his war paint and he got like the glittery kind and it looked like tears, but it was really just veracity? <laughs> no, he was crying the entire time. And I, I mean I understand the last ride is retirement. And so don't use that as a storyline either. I think you need to look at, uh, I don't know, let's let's hear something about Colin Kaepernick and how he was adopted. Fuck that. Let's hear something like this. This is what you want for a storyline? This is what I want to hear. Two brothers. I've always been told that I'm too small. I'm not big enough. Tell I'm me, Ray. I don't have what it takes. To be the best and stay there, sweat is necessary. Walt and Jerry had their heels, never being comfortable. We're just good enough. It's right now, Neville! It's right now, Neville! I prepare so no one can take what is mine. No one can replace my mind, my heart. Inspired me. 
biggest prize bears his name. Get some. I'm older. Of course Look I'm at older. that ring, Ray. That's the beauty of it. I've seen the mountains. Different level of wisdom, different level of understanding, different level of punishment. I want to live long after my records have fallen, long after my rings have tarnished. And whatever you got to do to make sure you chase your legacy every second of your life. Will you be remembered? How would you be remembered? Why wouldn't you fight for the greatest achievement ever? Be your mark. Was that used for an Under Armour commercial? Uh, video game, man, 2013. Oh, 2013. Oh, because yeah. he did the one in 2005 when they won the championship, too, and that was another good one, too, when he talks about that feeling. That beat that you have in your chest, that's known as your heart. That one, for 2005? For men? For men, in 2005, Ray Lewis had the same exact opener, except obviously a different story. Like, a different story. Because he just got done winning the Super Bowl there. And it's almost impossible for the Ravens to lose the Super Bowl. I'm just too too much of a, of a conspiracy theorist when it comes to a team of destiny or a team that the NFL wants to win. Well, I'm going to tell you why they're going to uh, beat the shit out of the uh, 49ers is because uh, I have uh, a chance to win some money if they win. So that's why. <laughs> so it, it, there's 49ers have no shot. Picking up the yellow line. <laughs> Yo, that's what man jumped the shark when like instead of being the same fucking controls every year, they're like hit stick. Now you got truck stick. Now you yeah. got juke stick. Now you got fumble stick. Now you got uh, quarterback playmaker. quarterback vision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> defensive playmaker, offensive playmaker. The buttons fucking changed yeah. every Hot route! Hot route! Dude, I'm playing NCAA 2008. I'm on like season number six. I still don't know all the buttons. Like I'm, I'm running the option almost every play because I learned how to pump fake the pitch and then to actually pitch the ball. Yeah. And my quarterback gets tired. I just sub him out, put in the second string quarterback. I learned how to do the sub button the other day. It works so much better. Sometimes I put a wide receiver in a quarterback. I know I'm not gonna throw the ball. I'm just running. Just running my way to a national championship. Tell me that again. You're playing NCAA 2008. In 2013. And what season are you currently on? Uh, I'm actually on my third season with Miami. But I've already played uh, a season with Air Force first and then uh, took a coaching promotion to go to Miami. So it's really like the fourth year. So I'm in I'm in like 2012. Was that a big decision you made when you took that promotion no, to Miami? No, it, it was pretty simple. Um, the Air Force had no shot at making it to a national title game. Couldn't get any TV exposure. No, because what happens is, well, I mean, they have they have like the military bowl when they play Notre Dame. They're on television. Yeah. But I went undefeated with them, and I only got to the Cotton Bowl. Like they wouldn't let me in the national championship game, and so I fucking I dust up uh, USC and was it USC? I dust up somebody in the Cotton Bowl, and then the next season I start ranked like 38th, even though I just went undefeated, and so. I win the first game by, like, 60. I go up to, like, 37th. And then I lose to Oklahoma on a missed field goal because I'm terrible at kicking. And 
then I just simulated the rest of the season and took my promotion to Miami. Wow. So that game gave you the Boise State treatment. Yeah. It took you a long time to start to get Turk Herbstreet to talk about you. Once I lost, I knew I had no shot at winning a national championship with them. So with Did this, you get a good contract in Miami? What did Lou Holtz think about Air Force? Yeah, Lou Holtz, you can play, you know, leave Air Force to go play for the convicts. And even though Miami, you might be the coach of Miami, be a convict. Those guys are dirty nothing tricksters and swindlers. No good niggas, if I say so myself. And I say that in the month of January. This is the holiest Martin Luther King Day. They're going to be handing out suspensions down there. Maybe <laughs> that man was an excellent old specialist for Air Force. Now he's going to Miami. <laughs> but, yo, <laughs> if I ever <laughs> Lou Hulse, ladies and gentlemen, just left studio. And, in fact, you know who's here with us, though? Manti Teo's girlfriend. If you want to see her, go to stickcam.com forward slash rainman guyblow. I met up with her Sunday over at IT Greg's house. She actually joined me for the uh, Patriots game. I posted a picture of me and Manti Teo's girlfriend. You can check it out, rainmanguyblow.com. Click the Facebook link, and you'll see me and her sitting down there right there on the couch. They even gave us the love seat, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Shout out to everyone listening. So there. You know what my favorite part of today's show is going to be? What's that? Uh, the part where Ian Stewart does not call into the Rain Man and Guy Blow show. That's going to be because, awesome. Because he never fucking goes on Twitter until it's like midnight. Like, he, he lives in California during the off season. Oh. Uh, well, that's his hometown. Yeah. And uh, there's no way that he is going to be... What the fuck is this? There's no way that he is going to call into the show. Because he's not going to get on there and remember that he's supposed to, even though I've been reminding him every day. Yeah. Uh, because... He's he's probably hammered right now, playing with his kids. Quotes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. A professional athlete like that, he probably has to at least do two a days. He has to train. Nah, pitchers and catchers don't even start for another month. You don't think he wants to work on his fitness because it's not like he's uh, Albert Pujols. No, this is the way baseball works. Uh, you show up, and okay. then everyone sucks. And you go through <laughs> spring training, yeah. and like hopefully you just bat against sucky pitchers. And then you can hit their fastball because they're not throwing anything else yet. Yeah, they don't gas yet. Right. Well, no, no, they can throw hard, but they don't have any junk. So you can you can hone in on a fastball. So then, like, a month into the season, everyone's kind of warmed up, and then you start going and playing, and that's when you realize who the good players are. But, like, some people really parlay that into, like, a, a big deal. Like, uh, I don't know if you know um, – Second baseman for Toronto a couple years ago, Adam something, I forget his name. What did he destroy? Uh, oh, he hit like 20 home runs like the first two months of the season and then finished with 30, something like 31. throughout. So the next four months of the season, he only hit 11. And But he just he just killed the early pitching and then just kind of dwindled off. Just completely and that's just what off. they do. Yeah. And I think he went to Arizona. I forget his wow, – I can't remember. Any. Producer, get on that. No, nah, look, look it. Second baseman for Toronto when Jose Batista hit – uh, when you started hitting that shitload of home runs. I have nothing but faith. Oh, I was on something else. In Asheville, North Carolina, where the Rockies Class A team is, the Asheville Tourists, Stewart yeah. married the manager's daughter when he was playing for them, and they still live in Asheville. They live in North Carolina. So you're telling me he doesn't live in California? They still live in Asheville in the off season, as of March 7th of last year. Yeah, what we're talking about right now is Ian Stewart, number two for Chicago Cubs. Third That's correct. Team. Ian Stewart. It says Asheville, North Carolina, Garden Grove, California. 
he married the daughter of the manager of the team, the Asheville Tourists, when he was playing for the Rockies Class A team. I'm just, reading, the coach's I'm daughter. just reading what the, what his Twitter handle says. Lives in Garden Grove, California, and he's always on at midnight till like three or four in the morning. So I would assume he's a West Coaster. Yeah, that would yeah that makes uh, logical sense. Yeah, they, uh, we ha- we'll have him. Radio Tees, Ian Stort coming up in the next hour. Going to be an incredible interview. We're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to figure out his uh, his T-ball batting average when he realized he was going to go pro. You know, all that good stuff. And maybe uh, if his wife isn't tuned in or if she's not going to listen, how many women he slayed on his road to the show. We need to know stuff like that. Or maybe, so, uh, maybe a good clubhouse story. See, I'm interested in his obsession with Survivor. Because you have the same one? Uh, no, his obsession is way fiercer than mine. Mine's a new, uh, newly rekindled, like uh, maybe three or four years ago. Once I became single and had no life, that's when I started watching reality TV. Um, uh, speaking of which, uh, I believe American Idol should be DVRing soon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that for the first time ever, cover to cover, just like I watched America's Got Talent. I want to know who the next American Idol is gonna be. No, you don't. Yes, I do, because it really helps for trivia. <laughs> It does. You gotta be a dive war. I'm sorry, a dive bar demon when it comes to trivia. Yeah, you can't just go out there and think that hey, uh, you know my my knowledge of sports and who won the last 15 Super Bowls is gonna propel me to the trivia bowl championship. Yeah, you gotta know other stuff. You gotta know other stuff, right? American Idol winners, Big Brother winners. Right now, I, I pretty much got the entire. Um, what would you call it? Reality TV circuit, good, except the MTV reality TV. I don't know anything about real world or road rules. Yeah. All right. But I know I know basically everything else. Not necessarily winners, but when things started, what network they're on, uh, who was the host, who was the uh, judge, you know, judges, stuff like that. I'm almost positive that the real world road rules, that whole entire reality TV saga, they, yeah. they started it all, but they took a dive. It wasn't the same after Vegas. When I watched a couple episodes of The Real World San Diego, because I DVR'd it, mm-hmm. just the camera angles and the production quality made it seem like it was a scripted show. It didn't seem like reality whatsoever. Well, what sucks about it is that after one, if you watch Big Brother and then you realize that Big Brother has constant feeds, 24 hours a day, you can sit there and watch what's going on in the house. You can watch them sleep. You can watch who's sleeping with who. Yep. You can see who's cuddling with who when they get a little kiss before they go to bed or what's going on and who's really into who. So, like, you know, the TV always tries to make, uh, you know, these uh, uh, showmances, they're called, and there's not necessarily anything there. You can watch these live feeds and really see what's going on in this house and the relationships, and it makes the actual show that much better because the only thing you don't see is what they say in the diary room, which is the room that they go in and talk to you at home, the viewer. So, like, say you're watch- say they're doing a competition, and the okay. competition is climbing a rope, and um, you're seeing a guy climb the rope, and he slips a little bit, and, the, uh, you know, Julie Chen's hosting the competition. She goes, oh, you, you almost fell there, Ricky Smalls. Beautiful, and then and then Ricky beautiful. Smalls, boom, boom, goes into the, like, you see the, the him watching it later in the diary room. They ask him a question about it. He goes, yeah, I almost slipped there. I was watching uh, Janelle, and I saw her, her ass crack. Her thong creeped yeah. right up in there, and I just slipped a little bit. So that was a little treat there. It almost cost me 500000 yeah. You know, like something like that. Like, yeah. you know, they do a little diary room. So that's the only thing you don't see when you're doing those live feeds. And I'll never be a live feeder. 
But I am a Showtime After Dark guy because they put a show on because they know they're on TV for three hours uncensored and all the fans watch. And I fucking can't get enough of it. And that's what Real World Road Rules is missing. That's what Survivor's missing. That's what The Bachelor's missing. That's all these shows are missing that extra, you know. Three hours of unedited content. And all I do is watch it every day. I stay up till three in the morning watching it. And then I go to bed and get up for work at 5.30. Yo, was it Monday through Monday, seven days a week? It's every day. And then to, the, the worst part is that Thursday night's a live show. So the show comes on at um, 8 o'clock hour time. Eight, 8 or 9 o'clock hour time. I yeah. think it's 8 o'clock. So then it's a live show for East Coast. That means that West Coast, it's a tape show. So in the West Coast, if it comes on here at 8, it comes on there at 11. So it's on 11 to midnight, yeah. and then they play the live feed an hour later. So instead of starting at midnight, they start it at 1. And that sucks because now you have to stay up till 4 in the morning to watch it. So that means you're watching Big Brother yeah. from 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. every Thursday. Well, no, I, I skip you know, from 9 till <laughs> 1, I miss. Those four hours I miss. I don't get to watch anything. Unless I get the li- subscribe to the live feeds, which I never will because it costs you like... I think it's like a hundred bucks for the whole summer. It's like wow. 80, 85 days of live unedited television. What's going on in the house? But that, I mean, if I didn't have a job, I would do that. But I have, a, <laughs> I gotta go to work. I gotta drive people around. You know, I have a cab company. Yeah, you can't use the excuse. Ah, I'm watching Big Brother live feed. I'll be right there. Like, I mean, sure. Yeah, I called in like you know probably twenty times one summer because I was up till three in the morning watching, or maybe showed up just exhausted, hungover, and then. Uh, <laughs> you know, went home early to watch what I missed because I fell asleep during it. I'm waiting for Stick Camera Ustream to get some type of contract with either a Big Brother or another reality TV and have it so that they're hooked up with a webcam, almost making it so intimate, Rain Man, that instead of you sitting on your couch watching it, you have your computer with your webcam on your face and the individual Big Brother person with their webcam on their face and you talk like person Oh, person. so they can watch you? Yeah, so it's almost so intimate that... They'll charge you two hundred dollars for the eighty-five days of the summer for that one. You know, Big how Brother live feeds is fourteen ninety-nine a month right now. You get three days free if you sign up right now. And not a shot. I'm not doing it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not paying any money to to watch that. I I pay one hundred and forty something dollars in cable. I'm not paying to watch it on my computer too. Yeah, there will be a time when it's when it's intimate like that. You'll be able to sit down, chill with them via webcam yourself. I do follow a bunch of people on Twitter though that are. Um, they're called daily bloggers of Big Brother. Yeah, there's a blogger for everything. Yeah, and what they do is they basically sit there and watch what's going on in the house and then just constantly just update posts on Twitter and then on their website. And then there's actually a podcast, too, called the Big Brother Gossip Show. That's awesome. That I listen to. But the guy that hosts it is a fucking douchebag. He he reminds me of someone that I used to know. And he's just absolutely... Is that Adele? Yeah. Okay. He's absolutely awful. And, um, like his cast is pretty good, but he's, and they have a good job, like they do a good job of sound clips and stuff. Like they're much better produced and organized than we are. Like they have a show meeting like an hour before they go on and they all like cut their own, um, uh, snippets from the show because when you subscribe to those live feeds, you can actually like do what's called big brother rewind and go back and record something like a DVR. Yeah. And then, so you can watch that over and over and over. 
and it's like, well, I don't know why you'd want to do that. Maybe someone's banging or something. So or Big maybe Brother's there's never, fight. never going off the air. If they're getting money from people buying the stream, yeah, I'm sure it's most likely the most watched show on network television. Um, it is during its time slot, um, and it's on, but it's on during the summer, so it's like doesn't have much competition. Like the closest thing to competition is America's Got Talent, but it doesn't match up against it at the same time. So. Yeah, because it's a total different demographic. Yeah. America's Got Talent is just a karaoke contest with some uh, judges who couldn't really hack it besides Howard Stern. Well, no, America's Got Talent is not just singing. It's not hardly any singing. They got people doing all kinds of stuff. Like this year, uh, a dog, a dog and pony show on it. Minus the pony, but it was a dog show. Like, these two guys that train these dogs to do all these tricks, yeah. And they won it. And they beat a guy who made what's called an earth harp, where he took uh, strings, and he nailed them to, like, a big, well, nailed them, whatever, secured them to a big board. And then they go all the way across the entire um, cathedral or whatever they perform in. And then he would rub the strings to make music, and he was really good. See, stuff like, like that I do real. find extremely talented because he's thinking so outside the box that he had to do psychedelics to come up with that. There, there was, like, uh, he had probably four or five instruments that were just fucking crazy. Like, he had, a, he had like, a snare drum. There was, like, three drums attached to something that spun in a circle. Yeah. And if you hit it at the right rhythm, you'd hit the thing every time. But if you didn't, you miss. And it just sounded really cool because it was spinning, and it looked, obviously, cool. It was spinning. Well, yeah, he's, he's providing music. And an entertainment factor of, yo, look at what this guy's doing right now. Like, yo, I kind of want to YouTube that, just so you get an idea. The only act that I saw in America's Got Talent last season that I was kind of memorized by was the people, it was a group, and they did the show with the lights. It was like a laser pointer, and as it went away, the lights, um, it, it illuminated. Was it the dinosaurs? Um, It looked like a bunch of people who had sex with family members. And very incestual type looking people. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, Hearts of Gold, very talented. I thought it was entertaining. But uh, as far as what they looked like, uh, it looked like people that were from the... I mean like the show, though. Like the show that they performed were, were the lights in the shape of dinosaurs, or was it... Yes, yes it was, in yeah. spaceships. Yeah, okay. Yep. And, and they played that one song, I Could Not Believe Your Eyes, something about real far... Something um, I wish I believe everything is perfect. Was it Selena? I'm dreaming. No, I don't even remember. I'm dreaming. <laughs> no, it wasn't an intimate you setting like that. Tonight. So you would crush that out. You turned this whole theater into an. Right, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the actual song because they're just doing uh, what he did the first couple times. His yeah. name was William Close. I want to, yeah, I want to hear this thing. Yeah, it's pretty intense. See, somebody like that, that's talented to me. Because he's taking something that nobody else does. I'm kind of pissed that he got so famous off it. Because it was originally my idea. And like... What? Yeah, when I was in band, when I was in high school, I always wanted to do that. I always wanted to just take strings and put them all the way across the entire auditorium and just rub them and make music. Yeah, well, be, next time, just do it. Well, I know. He beat me to it, though. It's it's over now. And he, <laughs> he stole my name, too. The Earth Harp. Stop. Can't get a better name than that. What am I going to call it? Did you really have the name Earth Harp in your mind yeah, back in the day? I did. Like, if you could remember way, way, way back to you sitting in music Actually, class. Actually, it was Earth Guitar. And you're staring at your recorder, wondering why your music teacher is making you play this shit. You're trying to figure out how come hot cross buns could ever change your life. You really thought about putting that together? It was actually Earth Guitar. 
Yeah. What the fuck? The producer? What the? Earth Harp just sounds better because it ends in an H. I think the producer just subscribed to the Big Brother. <laughs> Did you, producer? <laughs> you have it for the next month. <laughs> well, that's completely useless because it doesn't start until June. So what? Unless mean? you just bought me Big Brother Can't. What do you mean? You must I have just. You. What did you what just send me? You are subscribed to Big Brother Live Cams. Okay, the Big Brother Live Cams right now are in Canada. Here's the Earth Harp. I, there it is. Only love now he's not Peter Frampton. That he's not making the Earth Harp sing. There's yeah. a, there's a guy there singing while he's while he's uh you know. Hitting, hitting the notes. I think he stuck a tube down his throat. And then, wow, yeah. wow, 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 wow. Right. So yeah. that that's not. Yeah. Okay, that's, right. He's not Frampton. It's a guy with AIDS and an earring. He's William. <laughs> you got to kind of look at this picture. Very perfect. William Close. Stole my idea. Stole my idea! He's more like a guy with AIDS in an earring. (laughs) Did you see the guy singing with the earring? No, you missed him. You just saw the guy playing the earth harp. Um, The guy with AIDS in an earring reminded me of the character in South Park. So the producer just subscribed to Big Brother Canada, which is the celebrity. They're doing a celebrity Big Brother. Did you know that, producer? Oh, so it's Big Brother, but done in Canada. I did not. I don't watch any of this stuff. I, I don't know why. You, just, you know, you're sitting there. You're, uh, you're, you're, you're walking around the streets with a grocery cart, picking up cans, trying to go door to door to do weddings. And then you're, you're wasting $15 on Big Brother Canada. They haven't charged me anything, dude. I have I have it free for three days. Oh, three days. Oh, okay. I have it free for three days. Well, and you know what I'll be doing tonight. Past three days. Well, see, you can go back on the super pass. You can go back and go back on uh, Big Brother seasons all the way back. Um, there's inner there's interviews with the stars, some of that, um, some other shit in there too. So. Yeah. All right, well, and if you have a wedding coming up, let us know. It's RainManGuyBlow.com. You can click the Facebook link or even hit me up on Twitter, at Guy underscore Blow. The producer is currently going door to door trying to sell um, wedding. And collect cans. Yeah. I'm trying to think the best way to word it. He's going door to door trying to convince bridezillas that they need him to DJ their weddings. And they do. Yeah. So if you want to cut out all the miles that he's been walking uphill both ways in the cold, just go to RainManGuyBlow.com. Uh, there's a Twitter link, Facebook link. Let us know if you've got a wedding coming up. He will travel as long as you include traveling in the fee of the wedding. Speaking of travel, uh, Jordan Ralph from At The Film Stage is currently at the Sundance uh, Film Festival in uh, wherever that is. Utah, maybe? Can't, uh, California. California? I don't know where it is. God, it I, for be. some reason, I don't think it's quite California, but it definitely is out west. I don't think it's California either. So, um, No, you're right. I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going Mormon country. 
but it might not be. Uh, but he's out there right now watching everything that he can get his eyes on. And um, we are going to uh, get him on the phone when he gets back because we haven't talked to him in forever. And it's getting a little ridiculous. Like a year. That, you know, he goes out and marries my sister. He has unprotected sex with her probably on a regular night. And now he won't even fucking call into the show. So that kind of pisses me off. Yeah, bullshit. No, he did this show for almost a year yeah. straight, every week, giving you the lowdown on great movies like Dark Knight Rises, Spider-Man 4. The Avengers. Every superhero that came out, he watched it. Saw them all. Yep. Yep. Saw every single one of them. He I watched Zero Dark Thirty the other day. He goes, the ending's going to surprise you. The fuck, the ending's going to surprise me. We got Osama. Yo, spoil- I know what the movie's about. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> this is the government's way of saying we didn't get him? I don't think so. <laughs> we tried that with the Gandhi movie or whatever we were making. A Buddha, Buddha movie. What, what were they making a movie about that... South Park made fun of. They're trying to make a movie about either Gandhi or, or Buddha. Uh, Buddha. You can't show Buddha on TV. Right. So then they were like, no, we're going to bomb you. We're going to kill uh, an embassy leader. That's the power of internet forums. It was some form that said, hey, if uh, you let Matt Stone and Trey Parker play this over Viacom or South Park, bad shit's going to happen. So these guys were essentially internet bullies, and it worked. They, they stranglehold a corporation known as Viacom to not releasing the episode that showed Buddha. That's, uh, that just shows the power of people at 4chan and, like, Anonymous, all those guys. There's, they, got the, they got the internet strong arm. Absolute beast. You know, yeah, Jordan Ralph from At the Film Stage marries Raymond F. Mann's sister. So that means he pretty much... Um, symbolically gets the keys to the city. He's got the keys to the city. And he just stops doing the podcast. All so done. He says, you know what? Because I'm able to see every movie two months before it comes out and I can give your listeners the inside scoop, no, nah, not doing it. Go fuck yourself. I can't even find 30 minutes out of my day to call in. It's not even like we want him to show up here at QSJ Radio Studios. It's not even like we need him to come down here to the one studio where we film Rain Man and Guy Blow Show. You know what no. he told me the other day? Um, you're a hack? No. <laughs> Besides that? No, Bitch, you with me shooting in the gym? And I was like, really, dude? Yeah. <laughs> you going to play me like that? Oh, I had PC DJ VJ way down. Sorry. Right? He goes, you know what he said? He goes to me. Bitch, you weren't with me shooting in the gym? <laughs> <laughs> Might be that on that. Yeah, because he had to start out. Because before website hits the ground running like, like the film stage, what did he start out doing? Blogging? Uh, I guess so. I mean, I don't know when his when he actually started his website. Um, I would imagine that he did a blogging thing because he just set my sister up with her own website and a blog. Uh, you can uh, follow her. Yeah. She's going to write about cooking, um, the second best cook in the family. Started a blog called um, culinaryinstinct.com. There you go. Culinaryinstinct.com. And you can see my sister on there. Uh, she wrote a fascinating article so far about salt and pepper. Wow. So, yeah. I'm intrigued right now. Yeah, well, it explains to you, you know, what the what the salt does on the on the steak and what pepper does, you know, I, the crust and everything. Did you drop that website one more time? I already forgot. 
uh, culinaryinstinct.com. And she, uh, thank God she doesn't listen because she'd, she'd be pissed at me because she told me that she didn't want anyone to know. She wanted to write some more things. But she stole a bunch of really good-looking pictures off Instagram, and the website looks really legit. Like, it's straight out of uh, Food Network. It looks good. Oh, like really professionally done? Yeah, like... Just, looks, just like, looks polished? Like, one the picture for the... Uh, what did salt ever do to pepper? I don't I don't forget the name of the title of the article, but she uh, stole a picture of like a bunch of peppercorns in a bowl, and it looks really nice. You know, just to help your sister out, I'll give her defense because she's not here. She's not really stealing. Since we've started working with oh, QSJ right, sure. Radio, they're sampling. She's sampling. It's a sample. All right. all right. That's all it is. She might have even taken the picture herself. I don't know, but I know she did tell me that she got um, some stuff off there. That everything you'd ever want is on Instagram, uh, Rainy. You should try it. It really uh, is. Two misunderstood members in the kitchen. That's the that's the uh, salt and pepper thing. Would Love you like it. me? Would you like me to read you the first paragraph? Bro, just read me the first paragraph so you can <laughs> put me on the edge of my seat, and then you'll and then you'll have everyone. to go home. You'll have to go home yeah. and uh, check out this uh, blog. Absolutely. Let me start by introducing you to two things you find at most tables that can be your best friend in the kitchen, Mister Salt. And mm-hmm. Mrs. Pepper. Oh my! It sounds like a kid's book. I liked it already. The number one biggest problem I find is that people either leave them out altogether, mm-hmm. or they add salt to high-sodium canned goods that make your tongue twinge. What I would like my readers to know is how and why salt and pepper are used. Perfect. All right. The only way you're gonna find out is if you check out the website. I'm yeah, telling you right you now. Go. All joking aside, and then we'll go back to being assholes blogging and saying your opinion on the internet if well marketed and caught on to either a search engine or on a piece of mainstream media or maybe your sister will get arrested for a dwi and she'll have a picture of of her website on a t-shirt so right. on her mug shot yep. she makes mainstream news yeah that'd be good for her yeah it'd be, it'd be excellent because you know a dwi cost her five thousand but the amount of money she makes in residuals from the website mm-hmm. priceless so, anyway what you need to do in order to hit the ground running and something like that is you just have to do it your way. Don't listen to anybody else. Don't have someone go, well, you need to do prank calls on the Rain Man and Guy Blow show. Don't listen to anyone else's opinion because then your show just becomes like everybody else's show or your blog becomes just like everybody else's blog. So I wish your sister all the success in the world. Um, her best shot is uh, hoping that Oprah wants to know how to use salt and pepper. Oh, yeah. And, and then she brings her on. And then everybody gets a book. <laughs> All right, Mrs. Raymond, or uh, the sister of Raymond F. Mann. Mrs. Raup. All right, Mrs. Mrs. Raup. He uses his real name. Yeah. So here with your new book, <laughs> Salt and Pepper. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shut up, Becky. You're such a slut. <laughs> I'm interested to see what she writes her next article about because, like, Salt and pepper is a good starter. Yeah, absolutely. But it's where the do you basics. do you stick with uh, do you stick with the seasonings or do you go to a different type of like do you go to fish? After that, I would go to the power of oregano. Would you? Yeah. I th- I think there's a good chance, maybe not oregano, but I could see her doing something with thyme or something with mint because she does grow like fresh herbs and shit. And like that was like a bridal gift for all the people in her party, or not for, for her. Um, for her uh, bridal shower, she gave him all that. Yeah. Like not at, not for the um, wedding, but for the actual bridal party, she gave everybody uh, two plants, uh, a plant of thyme and a plant of mint. I think they were. Yeah, I, I hope it works out. And it, there's nothing better than fresh herbs, they say. And I say, yeah, there is fucking dried herbs that you can just pour in. 
And then they're, you add a little salt, and it brings the flavor right out. So. Now, haven't you ever seen the movie Step Brothers? Yeah. Just, what, you don't have any fresh ground pepper? If it's not freshly ground, it's pretty much tasteless dust. I don't want this shit. Yeah, but here's the thing. That's wrong. It's not true. Because wh- yeah, they said it in a movie, so I believe it. Yeah, but it was a Will Ferrell movie. So it was a, a, a spoof. What's I believe it, though. It's in a movie. What's that called? Um, bleh, uh, satire. Thank you. That's what it is. It's a satire on pepper. Yeah, it could have been. Well, here's the deal. If you eat something and you crack... All right, so you get a bowl of soup, right? Now, adding you, sodium to a canned soup, I believe. I, I know what time she's talking about. Oh, yeah. I see people do that all the time at Hoffman's Car we're just We're, just talking, we're just talking We're just talking pepper, though. So I want to go pepper. So you get a bowl. You get your bowl of uh, Campbell's soup or Progresso, right? You're a Progresso guy. Yeah. All right. So you, you make yourself a bowl of Progresso soup. And you take out uh, my, pep, my pepper shaker, my cracker. Yeah. Which sucks ass. I hit it up. All right. Now, you crack this thing yeah. and see what comes out from underneath. It's not like pepper dissolves into the soup. You're going to eat that in some form. It's, you're going to bite it, and it's going to get stuck in your teeth. And then instead of getting a bowl of something with a little flavor of pepper, you're just eating a peppercorn. And that's not a good time. <laughs> that's not how you enjoy soup. Right, but you can dust it with the pepper shaker from, like, McDonald's. You can steal that. It's in the it's the brown one. Yeah. And good. bring it home. And when you're out, I know you can't get it open to refill it. You can always go back to McDonald's and get another one. Yeah, you could. That you got them for be, days. That should be your sister's next article. The 100 ways to use hot mustard from McDonald's. That That's an incredible condiment. That's not a bad idea. You know, I always, every anytime <laughs> I get the nuggets, though, I always use, like, they go, uh, what sauces do you want? I go, uh, barbecue, uh, hot mustard, uh, ranch, buffalo. Hey, bro, you ordered a four-piece. Uh, maybe a sweet and sour, too. No, yeah, right. That's <laughs> always a 20. And, uh, and uh, I guess it's a sweet and sour, too. So what do they do? They go, here's six barbecue, one mustard, one sweet and sour, one buffalo, one ranch. Because yeah. they assume that you want barbecue over the rest. Right. So what ends up happening is I get, like, three extra barbecues, and then um, I use all the rest. So I never have extra leftover hot mustard. No. But you should ask just for hot mustards for that one time and seriously try baking the chicken in the hot mustard from McDonald's. I so you, want, you it's banging. You want me to rebake the chicken? Or just you oh, you just mean regular chicken. Yeah, use the hot mustard from McDonald's as your marination. As your marinade. And then go to a price chopper or a uh, a store of that nature and buy chicken breast and marinate it with the McDonald's mustard. Yeah, bake it. And bake it. Yeah, and maybe over a better rice. Have you done this? No, but I've always thought about it. You know the worst one? Rayman does not endorse this idea, but I do want you to try it, people, and let me know how it goes. What I've honestly thought about, and this was when I was blazed out of my skull, I was like, what if I took chicken and I went to the 7-Eleven and I bought a bag of Doritos Cooler Ranch and I crushed the entire bag of Doritos Cooler Ranch and I breaded the chicken in the Doritos and then I baked it. That's actually very good. That would be insane. And then I would heat up a little ranch and just drizzle it over the top and serve it like that. So Mrs. Blow writes in, they charge extra for sauce for nuggets. And she's absolutely right. They Talk do. about me doing production work. Fuck. What's it, what do you mean? What? Producer? Now we got Blow's mom doing production work. 
Yeah, she actually just ran to a local McDonald's. Ripley's, believe it or not, they charge 26 cents for an extra sauce packet. Shit, you got a brain room. I'm out of here. <laughs> Yo, but if you're going to a McDonald's that charges for sauce, let me tell you something. You're probably in a town that's very, very high in crime rate. Well, this is what you need to do. Like, when you go through and you order, you, this is what you have to know. Standard. You get one sauce per every four nuggets. Now, if you get a four-piece, you can ask for two different sauces, yeah. and usually they'll oblige. But if you go any further than that, you don't have a shot. Yeah. So the key is to wait until you get up to the window. They hand you your drink right away, right? And then they hand you your bag, and they go, have a good day, and like, get the fuck out of here. And you basically you open your bag, and you look, and you go, Oh, yo, can I have uh, a cup more sauce, or can I have uh, uh, some whatever sauce? And they're they're so pissed at you. Yeah, they are. That you're asking for sauce, and they just want you to leave. It's like, yeah, here, here, here's the fucking And they just give you a whole box. Take it! Yeah. So so then all of a sudden, you know, you got McDonald's barbecue sauce for the rest of your life. But I suppose if you ask for the hot mustard, they might give you a bunch of hot mustard, too. Because nobody asked for that. Right, but you can't do it at the window. You can't be, like, a good guy and be like, oh, yeah, can I have an extra hot mustard? to be like, yeah, sure. It's cost, uh, yeah, your total is now going to be uh, 1144, uh, 1166 now. Yep, because yeah. nice guys finish last when it comes to ordering sauces before you pay. Yeah, you got to wait till you get to the drive-thru and you pay with your credit card, and then they give you all your food, and then you go, oh, yo, uh, BT Dubs, can I get a sweet and sour too? I forgot. To, I forgot about that. Yeah, I just got this craving for that since I smoked a bowl from the time that I ordered to the time I got to the uh, the window. Yeah, I'll give you a hit. Give me two. Give me two. I'll give you a hit. Come here, come here, come here. Come on, take one real quick. Yo, the security cameras around here, man. What the fuck? No, Here's lean your head out the window. I'll hold it. Yeah, lean your head. Put your head inside the car. I'll blow the smoke in your face. All right. <laughs> Better give me a fucking extra sweet and sour sauce, though, buddy. I swear to God, I'll, I'll do something. But look, since nobody leaves comments on the iTunes page, I got a great broke story for all you guys out there who have no money. By the way, it's RainManGuyBlow.com. You click the iTunes link. You open it up with iTunes. That way you can five-star, rate, subscribe, and review, and leave a fucking comment, or we're going we're gonna to start, I don't know, giving out something. But what you can do is when you go through the drive-thru and you have no money on your card, but you really, really want a soda, I know a way for you to get a free one. <laughs> what you do is you go through the drive-thru. You order a number five, with make it large with a Dr. Pepper. You already know that you have no money on your credit card because you're broke as shit. I know you're broke because you can't even leave a comment on the iTunes page and you need to register your iTunes account with the credit card. So I know you don't have one. You go through the drive-thru, and when you hand it to them to pay, they're going to give you the soda. Yep, So right you away. just grab the soda, put it in your car, give it about 30 seconds, and she's going to have a really upset look on her face, but she has to inform you that you're broke as shit. Then she's going to hand the card out and go, yeah, guy blow. It didn't go through. And you go, oh, really? Uh, I guess the money didn't directly deposit yet. <laughs> you take your credit card, put it in your wallet, you know that you don't get paid till next week, and now you got a free soda. Um, I have done that on accident twice, actually. Yo, me too. And uh, I was I was so embarrassed because like I, I'm fucking I'm broke as shit, and I think I got like seven dollars left in my in my account. Yep. So I go to Wendy's and I get um I get whatever meal whatever meal I got, and then a junior bacon, and it came to like seven oh one. And I'm like perfect. That's that, that's all the money in my account. They basically. always withhold a dollar though. 
What do you mean? Let's just say, all right, so you had $7 in your account for the story? Yeah. Order $6 because you need to at least have a dollar in the checking account. No, not in mine. Oh, really? I've been into the change more time. I've been into the negative more time than uh, <laughs> than Barack Obama bring this country in. So, um, so I it was like seven sixty or something I had, and it came to like seven oh one. I remember it was almost my exact order it had to be. And uh, by the way, Mike Bell likes full tilt boobs photo. Um, another Facebook tragedy. Um, so I go and I go up to the window. I give them the card. They hand me the soda and the straw. And I'm sitting there, and I'm and the guy goes, uh, yeah, your card didn't go through. And I'm like, oh, are you serious? Like, real pissed off because now I know I'm not getting this food. And he was like, yeah. And I like, so I like turned and I was looking at my change holder, like I'd have fucking change. Yeah, like you have seven dollars. <laughs> and I like, and I go to give him the soda. He's like, nah, you can keep it. I'm like, oh, all right, thanks. <laughs> and I fucking left. And then uh, recently. Um, not recently, like two years when we started doing radio down at the water for McDonald's, definitely happened to me too at like 6:30 uh, in the middle of the afternoon. Oh, I was on my way to uh, do radio, yeah. social crime, yeah. and um, that happened. Yo, how deep, dark, and depressing was it when you're sucking on that soda that you got out of pure shame? Um, I don't even know if I drank it or not because there's no reason for the McDonald's soda or the Wendy's soda if you don't have the food. Because you really need equal amount of food to go with the soda. Because the soda is kind of trash. As soon as the food's done, I really have no interest in drinking the soda anymore. It just doesn't taste good. And uh, usually it's watered down in like 10 minutes anyway. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure that I probably dumped it out and just did a dip in the cup instead. Like I <laughs> I feel like in McDonald's I, I might have done that. Like just dumped it dumped out. It. Like pulled out. Got to that light right there, dumped it out, and just dipped. I know. Yeah, I, I love doing broke stories. So about oh, two weeks ago in Arkansas, Georgia, some other Bible-hugging uh, belt state, they ran out of food stamps. This was late-breaking news. I went to Google News. On the left, they do every single uh, topic that's trending, and they ran out of food stamps. And it got me to thinking. Why don't these states adopt the same exact policy that New York does, where they put all your food stamp money on a reloadable EBT card? Because once you get food stamps, I'm pretty sure the statistics say, and I'm making this up, by the way, that you're going to be on food stamps for at least 10 years. It's not like, I go, hey, Rain Man, how long are we on food stamps for? They're like, oh, only two months, and I really got back on my feet, and I made something of myself. Because once you start giving somebody that type of siphon of money, I would never get off it. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think there's a shot. Like once you get those, once you get that uh, government cheese, like you're never off it. You're never off it. You're on that for life because it's too easy. Yeah, you live so comfortable because the government's just gonna pay for it all. And not to mention, some of these people are getting five hundred dollars a month in food stamps. And I remember back in the day, mm -hmm. we were we were so piss poor broke that that in order to have a party either for my birthday yeah. or my sister's birthday or like a relative's birthday my mother would meet up with other friends of the family cuz she knew that they were on food stamps but my family was in the type of piss poor broke level where we were just a notch above to where we couldn't get food stamps so that's when you're really broke right because you can't even get government assistance so she would meet up with her girlfriends at the bingo hall 
buy food stamps at 50 cents on the dollar, go to Price Chopper and throw some of the best family parties I've ever known because you're you're getting 50 cents on the dollar for food. That's so ingenuity in, right there. So instead of having hot dogs and hamburgers from Aldi's, now we're having steaks and, uh, and hamburger meat from Price Chopper. You know what we did for my parties when I was a kid? What? Nothing. That's how fucking poor I was. I couldn't even afford friends. Like, <laughs> went to church on Sunday and took money out of the collection plate. That's how poor we were. <laughs> Your mom convinced you, yo, Raymond, I'm telling you, if you don't take a five out of the collections, you're not getting lunch. I fucking hated sitting in the front row at church, but we had to because if you sat in the back, the collection tray got to you first. There's no money in it. Like, they don't put, like, change in there, so, like, you can put 100 in and take out 20 You know what I mean? Like, if you want to only put $80, but you have a $100 bill, they don't, like, put money in there ahead of time to make change like a pizza delivery guy? No, nah, they don't. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I know. So, you're going to sit in the front and take money out of the collection plate. <laughs> yeah, whenever you want to rob a collection, God is good. you always want to sit to the back and to the right. Yeah. So that way you're the last one to get the plate. Yeah, well, my church was like a, uh, like a... F- like, all right, imagine a, a plane. You're on a plane, right? And there's a big middle aisle that's really like a double aisle. So there's two seats in the middle aisle. Yeah. And then there's the walking on either side. You can walk on either side. And then next to that, you have one seat and then the wall of the plane, right? So that's the way my church is. It's it's uh, one pew all the way to the left, an aisle, two in the middle, an aisle, and then one all the way to the right. It's a very unique setup. Yeah. Oh, there was a middle aisle, too. So I guess there was actually four rows of seats. So what I just, whatever. The bottom line was that there was uh, four plates that would go around. Oh, they're smart because they knew about it. Yeah. So it was tough to grab the whole thing. The most you're getting was like 25%. But (laughs) we we didn't sit together. Like, I'd sit with my friends from Sunday school, um, and we'd sit up in the upper left because that was, like, off to the side because the minister yeah. was in the upper right mm-hmm. of the church where yeah. he preached from. And then and then my mother would sit on the front right with her sister. And, they, you know, they'd steal it. And then they'd go to the grocery store and buy, like, banana chips and shit. Like, she was telling me a story the other day. She used to do our grocery shopping with only 20 bucks for the week. What? That was, back in the day, that was our grocery shopping. Like, it was a couple loaves of bread, some cheese, milk. Because like, shit like that was inexpensive back then. Milk was like, I don't know, dollar nineteen a gallon. Yeah, she said that there were a lot of times back when we lived in the trailer park that she, I'm dead, dead ass serious, dude, that she uh, did the grocery shop with only 20 bucks. Yo, $20 in 2013 at the grocery store, you would get a gallon of milk, some eggs, and bread. Nope, you won't. Here's my grocery list from last night. In 2013. $27.15, and this is what I got. What did you get? I only got, I got a thing of uh, quick oats. Okay. Okay, not Quaker oats, quick oats. Oh, I don't know what it's like to buy name brand. I do internet radio, not Sirius XM. This isn't instant oatmeal. This is just the oats that you have to put in the the thing with, and then add your own sugar and uh, sweets. All right, I bought uh, four apples. I bought, uh, I didn't really buy celery sticks, but for some reason the bitch rang it up as celery sticks. I actually bought broccoli, like fresh broccoli. Celery sticks had to be cheaper than broccoli, though. It wasn't, because broccoli was on sale for two forty nine a pound. Celery sticks was two ninety nine per pound. Ooh. But it was only $0.60, cents, so she only jipped me out of $0.10. Cents. Um, I bought bananas. I bought a red pepper, a green pepper, 
one, two, three plain yogurts, one Shabani yogurt, and then one Price Chopper yogurt, so I can taste test the difference for that uh, twenty or thirty cents to see if it makes a difference. Shabani's not as good as um, the store brand. Like I'd rather have Price Chopper brand yogurt. I think you're probably right because the Price Chopper one I had today was delicious. Tomorrow is a Chobani day, but I had the Price Chopper one today. It was delicious. Um, A thing of uh, tomatoes, a small package of blackberries, a small package of blueberries, and um, that's it. Well, here's your problem. Right off the rip, we'll go ahead and give you the play-by-play breakdown of why you spend so much money because you're trying to eat healthy. There's a direct correlation between how much money you earn every year and how healthy you can be. It's very, very expensive to eat right. For example, you just you went to the grocery store thinking, I'm going to change my life today. I'm going to start eating healthy. Let me get fruit, raw vegetables, yogurt, and just things. Well, in all fairness, I've been doing it a week. Yeah, and just things that aren't loaded with high fructose corn syrup are pre-made meals. So that's why you spent that much money. All right, here's another uh, price shopper. Because if you're even Rain Man, if you go to the produce section of Price Chopper, you you already spent twenty dollars. Here's thirteen dollars, right? I bought a gallon of milk, Kellogg's Fruit Loops, <laughs> Cheerios, and uh, a Canadian Dry two liter ginger ale, thirteen bucks. Two boxes of cereal, a two liter of soda, and a gallon of milk cost me thirteen dollars and seven cents, and that's with Advantage card. I saved. A dollar eighty-nine. Yeah, that price dropper advantage card—it's—it's uh, it's just a gimmick. I think that uh, certain things are cheaper at Hannaford, and not only that, but no, oh, they definitely are. You need to just start going to the stores that everyone makes fun of, and just be able to suck up your pride. You gotta go to Aldi's. You just have to go to Aldi's. <laughs> you gotta go to Shoprite. You have to go to Shoprite. There just comes a time in every person's life when mm-hmm. no matter where you are career-wise, no matter where you are and how much money you earn every year, you got to be able to deal with the man in the mirror, which is yourself, and go, I just can't afford to shop at Price Chopper or Hannaford. It's that simple. Yeah. I would like to know. Like, okay, so they had this they had this can crazy. Go can crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah. at Price Chopper like two weeks ago. Such a catchy jingle. Yeah, so uh, normally a, a can of diced tomatoes, uh, random brand is $1.89, $1.90, maybe 2 bucks. The red not pack was on a dollar. Sale. Not it was on a dollar sale. two weeks ago. This is not on sale, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is all of them are about $1.80 to $2, not on sale. But there's always one brand that's on sale for, yeah. like you said, a dollar. Yep. Now, Can Crazy, they're all $0.78. Cents. Like three different brands all different kinds are 78 cents. You buy the max of 10 that day. 12, right. Their maximum was 12. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the deal. If you walk into a Aldi's, I bet you that when they have that on sale, it's like a quarter. <laughs> and like you're you have to but you have to buy like a pallet. Like you have to walk, <laughs> you have to you have to drive your truck around back and back it in and then they they'll place the pallet of crushed ice, or diced tomatoes in the in the back <laughs> of your truck. You know? It's worth it. You can make a lot of sauce. It is worth it because you can survive off sauce. You, you can eat more than just one meal. You don't need that pasta with it. Right. Like, for example, when I did sauce. You put I, it on chicken. I, I did it with chicken. Yep. Then I had it with rigatoni the next day. Yep. And then another thing that you can do, I call it the um, uh, the white trash veal parmesan. Use pork. I use the pork chop. 
Oh, pork, yeah, pork's good like that. You, yeah. do that, yeah. you just dip the pork right in the egg, mm-hmm. um, uh, the breadcrumbs and the flour, and then you hit it up with the sauce. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's just that I know I can't afford veal. Yeah. Come on, who can afford that? No one. It's way too much money. I mean, my uncle can. <laughs> I had veal at his house. It's pretty good. Because <laughs> he's older. He's been yeah, working he, for yeah, a while. Yeah, he's retired. Yeah, he sold his business, made millions. <laughs> Yo, isn't it sad? It's so sad. The thing is, though, if you are listening right now and you're not from New York, you live in, like, Alabama or right. North Carolina, yep. I hate to hop up on my soapbox, but you have no idea what it's like to experience cost of living in New York. No, it's it's crazy. It's insane. Look, when they said if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, it had nothing to do with the cutthroat of New York business. No. It had everything to do with the high cost of That's living. That's what they were talking about, yeah. That's what they were talking about. It's just if you're able to live on your own by yourself in New York State, I, you know, you are, you're in the 80th percentile. Eh, maybe 70. You're, you're higher up there. I'm telling you right now. It's, uh, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's not going to be easy. So, uh, what, what's going on? Did you uh, get a hold of Ian Stort, third, third baseman, no. Chicago Cubs? I'm tweeting the piss out of him right now. Hey, Ian. That's right. Rayman and Guy Blow Show Samurais. Um, we had Ian Stort from Chicago Cubs, Major League Baseball player, third baseman. We have him lined up for an interview tonight. Right now we are working on that. And then at, um, for the weeks to come, we do have a couple unsigned artists that submitted MP3s to QSJ Radio. I will tell you from prior experience, it's extremely tough to communicate with unsigned artists, um, I don't want to make this racial, but an unsigned artist just doesn't communicate on the reg about Twitter, or I'm sorry, on Twitter. And uh, I make it pretty easy. If you submit an MP3 to QSJ Radio and you want to start to get some radio airplay, I l- we let everybody know that if you want an interview on the Rain Man and Guy Blow show, you just let us know. So people have been pretty good about it. Ever since they started submitting MP3s, I'm guessing maybe traffic is just sending them emails, telling them just to get on this. And uh, I've recently had a, a bunch of extra people follow me. And I, you know, once I look through someone's Twitter and I see that they have a mixtape out or they're spelling the word music with a Z. Right. Then you know that they're a sucker. I know that they're an unsigned artist. Oh, that's what I meant. Oh, yeah. yeah so... <laughs> So, speaking of which, yo, I'm this new CEO. You want to get on this station, you got to go through me. Hit me up on the Twitter. That's D.A. Rain underscore man. I'll pawn you off to somebody else. Son. Yeah, and most likely it be me. It's at guy underscore blow. We're out here searching. We're trying to get anybody on. Just uh, if you want your shit played, if you want an interview in the books, you let us know. And make it easy. Because I'm not going to name names, but the last unsigned artist we had on here... Going through a manager to me just seems um too like too much work for what we're really doing. It, it would be one thing if we were trying to get Lady Gaga on because the little monsters on Twitter would just explode if she was on the Rain Man and Guy Blow show. But let's all let's all be real here. This is an internet radio show. It's a podcast that hasn't cracked the top two hundred. I mean, let's uh No, and you know why it hasn't? It's all your fault out there. All you listeners. We yeah. tell you to call, you don't call. Tell you to tweet, you don't tweet. Tell you to comment, you don't comment. We tell you to listen, you don't listen. Oh yeah, you'll download. Appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate Thanks that. Thanks for that. Yeah. You know what that does? It just takes up bandwidth. It takes up bandwidth? 
and it makes us a little upset because the logarithm that iTunes use to be able to say how far you are up in the charts, it's all based upon comments and downloads. The download numbers are there, but you need to become interactive with the show and just leave a comment. And I and Christmas just passed. You have to have a Visa gift card that's got like $3 on it, but mm-hmm. how the hell can you spend $3 on a gift card? Or, or I'm sorry, anywhere. So just use it to register for an iTunes account. A podcast is free, but you need to use that in order to leave a comment. So start off with a real strong go fuck yourself, and then we'll be able to get this going. Yep, I got an idea. What's I know that? how we can generate a caller. What's that? We got tickets, right? Yeah, we do. The Super Bowl's right around the corner, right? Yo, two <laughs> weeks away. Two weeks away until the Baltimore Ravens go against the San Francisco 49ers. Not only that, but then why you're trying to hawk those tickets? This is why Kobe Bryant is one of my favorite NBA personalities. <clears throat> when I came home today on Sports Center, they were dissecting that the Lakers are just horrible, seven games under 500, basically no shot. Dwight Howard, you need to use him as a trading piece because it's just not going to work. Kobe Bryant just puts all that behind him, goes, fuck it. I know my team is terrible. I'm shooting the best field goal percentage of my career, and I'm the NBA leading scorer as it is right now. So I just don't care about all the hate that's going on ESPN. So I'm going to tune in the NBA TV because they're replaying the night that I scored 81 points. Not only am I going to watch this game as Kobe Bryant, but I'm going to live tweet with all my fans because Nike just made me sign up for Twitter. All right, people, this is what we're giving away. We are giving away SUNY Albany women's basketball tickets. So right now, the next person to call in will win these SUNY Albany women's basketball tickets. That's right. So if you're following me on Twitter, it says the Super Bowl is right around the corner, and we got tickets. Call into the Rain Man and Guy Ball Show now if you want to win some. 518-629-5891. Yeah, these are going to go away instantly. I can't wait. Can't wait. I mean, this is incredible. An internet radio show giving away tickets like this? You realize this is the Capital Region's best basketball game? Arguably. The second, well, the, the men's team is having a good re- good year, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, they're having a fantastic year. So at least they're second best. Second best? Second best. Thing. All right. That's not too bad. That's not bad. Look, so while Kobe Bryant's watching him, while Kobe Bryant's watching himself score 81 points on NBA TV. Yeah. Best tweet I've ever seen from an athlete. I'm thinking, better not miss these free throws. Hashtag count on Kobe. That's a guy. You need to be that narcissistic to be that good in the NBA. Because if you're not all about me, 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 you'll pass too much and you won't get the stat sheets to be the best. That's why guy's a killer. we got to come up with some trivia questions for these people. Oh, trivia? Yeah, to, for, to win the tickets. All right. Because um, they think they're calling in for Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> and, I mean, they're not. They don't. They don't know that. They don't know because we're not false advertising. We are giving away free tickets. We're giving away tickets. We are giving away tickets. We got lots of tickets here to the Capital Region Women's Basketball. I mean, like I mean, I got action. I got two tickets right here for November 28th's game against uh, New Jersey Institute of Technology. Wow. That's uh, November 28th. Really? Yep. Two tickets for them. You got them that early for next year? 
Uh, no, no, no. Uh, they it already went by. Oh, okay. But I mean, I, I can give them the tickets though. Yeah. I give them the tickets. Um, here's a game that hasn't happened yet. March second against Stony Brook. Wow. That's exciting. That's a that's a game. You know what? If you really, really like women's, I'm sorry, men's basketball, yeah. you'd appreciate this sport because it's like watching men's basketball but underwater. It's very similar. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very similar to an underwater game of uh, basketball. Yeah, because the action is so slow, but that way you won't miss it. Right. You know? That way you can see that they're very fundamentally sound, except for the shooting. They kind of push the ball up at the basket. Well, that's because the ball is only 28.5 on, the spa- on their spalding. So, so what is a man's? It's either 29 or 30.5. Really? Yeah, it's a smaller ball. Well, I know it was a smaller ball, but I'm surprised that you know the stats like that. Um, it makes me kind of think that you were some sort of bitch. I used to be a basketball counselor. Oh, so you had to learn that to teach the children? Uh, you would do, like, stupid fundamental shit like that. Like, guy blow, guy blow, how come this ball's bigger than that one? And I would look at him and say, well, son, your testicles aren't the same in size. No, I'm just <laughs> I bet, well, one's a women's basketball and one's a men's basketball. So when I used to have to put all the equipment away because I ran the basketball camp, yeah. you would have to separate the girls' balls from the boys' balls before the park administrator would come and take their job way too seriously. It's like, oh, you're 40 years old and you're a park administrator. First of all, that job is a dream job because you don't do dick. Second of all, all the balls are getting stored in the same garage. So if we mess it up, I don't know, just put them back in order. Calm down. One of the best jobs I ever had. It's too bad there's no, there's absolutely no money in it. You would live a life of poverty if you work for like a, as a counselor or like a park. There you go. Uh, if you're watching on stickhand.com forward slash Rainman Guyblow right now, you can see a plethora of tickets. And I actually have more at work. I keep forgetting to bring them home. Um, I have three for each game. Yo, and this just in by Ben Mauler on Twitter. I just yeah. found this out. Ravens 49ers Super Bowl tickets averaged close to. $3,100 on the secondary market. Right now, um, these... The and pr- we're giving tickets away. Well, the pri- right, the price of these, $6.73. Because this is not the secondary market. You won the lottery to get those tickets. They That's were right. given to you. Well, no. Um, well, yes, they were given to me. They were purchased, though, through the uh, season ticket holder price of getting the men's. Because yeah. no one will buy the women's. No. So they make you pay for the... Uh, the women's with your men's they make you buy both yeah and i'm not sexist well actually i am sexist but hear me out on this i think everything that ends with an ist i am (laughs) except feminist yeah i'm not a feminist that's right yeah because uh the whole uh women's suffrage movement was a pretty lol moment there was a girl that tweeted the other day that she she uh, her biggest accomplishment in life is standing and urinating in a urinal and i gave her a twitter high five that's excellent and I said, congratulations, you deserve equal pay. <laughs> Good for you. If you want to put asses in seats at a women's basketball game, why don't you just take a page out of the women's volleyball book? Put them in bathing suits. There was something, what was I watching? There was some basketball that they got them in lingerie. So, You're thinking of some... the women's lingerie football league. No, 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 no. This was, this was just the other day, because everyone knows about that. Yeah. Because you always flip there during halftime in the Super Bowl. But there, there was, uh, it was either soccer, or it was basketball, where you would see like really athletic-looking girls, like, and and they were wearing, uh, they were posing for a team picture. I wish I could remember who tweeted it. Well, women's soccer doesn't need to change much because you know what women's soccer has? They have the influence of crazy batshit moms, because 
Those moms are so nuts that they want their, their daughters to have some type of sports structure so they just force soccer down their throats. And then the dad's got to drive around the minivan to bring his daughters to practice, and it's always the soccer. Because you're either going to play soccer or you're going to be a cheerleader as a female if your parents put you in sports. So that sport doesn't really need much help. I mean, it wasn't too long ago before uh, Brandy Chastain took her T-shirt off and had a sports bra and did the slide. Yeah. That put women's soccer on the map. If it wasn't for that, I think it'd still be irrelevant. Bro, no one's buying my tweet. Try that again. <laughs> Keep trying. And now women's basketball players. I mean, we all know that the WNBA... The only reason that league is still going on is because it's a tax write-off for the NBA. So if you want to actually start producing revenue from that league, if Candace Parker played in a two-piece, I think more people would go. She's a beautiful, beautiful female athlete. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll hashtag Super Bowl. There you go. You have to do that. I know. And if Ian Stewart ever wakes up from his slumber... The Cubs just released some conceptual drawings for a renovated Wrigley Field. wonder if he has any idea what that's all about. They want to renovate Wrigley Field. And all those diehard Chicago Cubs fans, they're going to lose their shit. I mean, people get upset here in upstate New York when we want to tear down a museum. Or we want to tear down a building that's an eyesore. They'll say, ah, oh, you're destroying history. Yeah, but it's an eyesore. Let's take it down. And if you think it was relevant... Just put it in the history books or add it to the town's museum. Because that's what would happen if Wrigley Field got renovated. Well, I mean, it's all right if they renovate it. They need to throw some lights in there. I don't have good lights. There's just there's just too many purists out there. I, I, everyone's a blowhard, Rain Man. You know that. They just always make up very big excuses. When, in fact, you just, I don't know, just renovate it. And if you're into the history... Just uh, go to the Chicago Cub Museum. Everything's going to be all right. All right. Hashtag Super Bowl is right around the corner. Rain Man and Guy Blow Show want to give tickets away. Call now if you want to win some. Yes. Perfect. Hey, uh, Manti Teo's girlfriend, what do you think of that? It's a three-hour-long podcast. I mean, what do you think? Just get to the fucking point. We know your boyfriend's an undersized linebacker, but what do you think about the Super Bowl? All right, just just, just cut her mic, Rain Man. It's fucking stupid. It's a three-hour podcast. Right. I asked you, I asked you what you thought about the Super Bowl. If you didn't get a chance to see a picture, it's uh it's on RainManGuyBlow.com. Just click the Facebook link. It's right there. Me and Manti Teo's girlfriend. We uh, met up Sunday for the Patriots game, and now here she is in the studio. You can actually see her on stick cam. You ready to do some news? Let's rip it up. Can I do the first if I'm story? Do this. Do I'll all. my news team. At All right. <laughs> I didn't do any. I got one that I was looking forward to. News team, assemble!
And this is the Rayman and Guy Blow Show special news report this week brought to you by Guy Blow. Guy Blow, what do you have for us? Women's, females, ladies, everyone that has a gash between their legs, breaking. An axe wound, if you will. Yes, uh, a place where you bleed for five days and don't die. Breaking, breaking news. Boys to men, new kids on the block, and 98 degrees are combining for probably one of the best tour names I've ever heard when it comes to three boy bands in one. Ambiguously gay trio. Better. The package tour. (laughs) (laughs) Starting May 31st, you will get... Boys to the boys to men. Although we go to the end of the road, new kids on the block. Yes, they will be there. But wait, there's, there's one more. more. Ninety-eight degrees. All I am is the Invisible Man. Tour kicks off May thirty-first. The package tour. We need to give away tickets to this. Wow, I don't even know where we're gonna get them. Um, they're probably ten bucks on the website. I can't imagine these guys draw a big crowd anymore. Too bad Savage Garden isn't part of that. <laughs> then you wouldn't be able to call it the package tour. Weren't they all gay? Savage Garden? Yeah. They still got dicks. Oh, wow. Touche. Yeah. See how that works? Yeah. And the gay community? Extremely sexually active. No, bro. They're horse. Yeah. This dude that lives upstairs? I swear to God. All right. So I get home the other night. Um, where did I go? Oh, I went to pay my rent. It's like fucking, uh, it's like 5.30, right? Yeah. I'm walking back 5:30 in. 5.30 a.m. or p.m.? P.m., in the p.m., yeah. Um, I, I take my key out of my pocket. I'm trying to open the door to get in the apartment. Fucking dude opens his door right as I open mine. Yeah. So I don't really heed him. I don't really hear him. Yeah. He goes, oh, hello, hello, Rain Man. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, why what the fuck, Roger? You scared the shit out of me. Now, I talk to this guy like once a month at the most. You go, Roger, I see him like, in, come, shut the door. I see him in passing. And he, all of a sudden, he wants to have like this big, long conversation with me. And I'm like letting all the heat out of my apartment because I have the heat on to get my humidor at the right temperature. Yeah. And I, I can't really afford to run it too much longer because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm broke. Bro, I got 12 bucks until next Wednesday. And he's, he's talking to me, oh, bro. You should have seen the presidential inauguration today. Did you watch any of that? I'm like, no, I didn't watch that. He's is like, Roger black? He was like, no, Roger's not black, but he's gay. So he's all about the Democrat being in office, and he's all about change. But, you know, when yeah. they want to, they tell him to move his desk at work, he's like, no, I want to move my desk. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you know what? You people are ridiculous. Like, I was thinking about that today at work. Was Roger going, what do you mean, you people? You're right, though. The gay community is very pro just diversity. So they are, you know, pro-lesbian, pro-African-American. But then again, I think everyone that's our age is. I personally just say racial jokes because I find them funny. And I would say them in public. I would say them in front of anybody. Because if you really take shit that seriously, there's something deeply mentally wrong with you. It doesn't matter. Well, it's... Just to protect the neighbor, can we just call him neighbor? No, it's Roger. All right. I don't like, know his last name. Like for example, He's Gay Roger. Yeah, for example, Gay Roger, who uh, li- lives above the Rain Man and Guy Blow Show Studios. Yeah. It doesn't matter who that guy fucks at night. It's never going to affect my life. No. It really won't. No. Like, he can he can sleep with whoever he wants. Oh, maybe we shouldn't say his name so loud, though. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These walls are paper thin. 
I know, because I've often heard him pound some ass upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, because he just You can walk- hear him walking right now. <laughs> <laughs> he just walked down the stairs. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Comes in, like, yo, bro, just get mic'd up. Let us know what you think about the inauguration. Did you... Did you not? He just came downstairs. Oh, and no, went no, outside. No. Like, he goes for walks all the time. <laughs> all right, we're done talking about Gay Roger. <laughs> but, yo, listen, you want change, don't vote for Obama. Just say yes to moving your desk. How about that? <laughs> you want change? Start with a small one. Yes, and this all stems from... Martin Luther King Day, my ass. The package tour. New kids the on the block, tour. boys to men, and 98 degrees. Um, I actually did retweet it, so it's at guy underscore blow on Twitter if you want to get your tickets. Kicks off May 31st, and uh, tickets go on sale February 2nd, so you better get those now before they sell out, because I'm sure that that will sell out quickly. That was a riveting news story right there. <laughs> and uh, next up on the Guy Blow Package Tour, what news article we have? Yeah. <laughs> And we have Guy Blow on location. Uh, what do you got for me this time, Guy Blow? Uh, yeah, I'm here from the Oprah Winfrey Network studio. Oh, shit. And uh, this just in, the general public finally knows that Oprah Winfrey started her own network thanks to Lance Armstrong steroid confession. Um, yeah, this is interesting. Do you have anything to read on this, or did you just want to talk about it? Uh, did I like the article? Dun, 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 dun. This is me. All right, so this Oprah Network, while you're pulling that up, is on, uh, do you know what channel it is on the old uh, Time Warner? How about this, guy? Could not find it on my Time Warner. I had to watch it on YouTube. <laughs> you, almost, you have a search function on your on your remote. I know this, but because... I'm white trash. I don't have a Time Warner box in my bedroom Um, and in the living room. So what I've noticed is that a TV with no Time Warner box, the Oprah Winfrey Network, is the old travel channel. But a TV that has a Time Warner box, the travel channel is the travel channel. Gotcha. Well, I was trying to find a channel the other day. I was trying to find Investigation Discovery to watch a show called True Crime with Aphrodite Jones, who's like a really sexy journalist and author of crime books and uh apparently investigation discovery used to be the channel that is now the oprah winfrey oprah, oprah winfrey network aka own yes because she owns it all now she owns oh. this channel and she owns all the shows that used to be on the station except the show true crime it's not on there it's still on investigation discovery which you cannot get in upstate new york so the producer uh, got me some different shows and gave me his hulu password Look at this. So I can watch it. Oprah is so hood that even though she bought her own network, instead of calling the website www.oprahwinfreynetwork.com, she just called it Oprah.com. That's when you know you're famous, is when you're not referred as two names, Prince, the boss. Mm. Just, just get rid of the because it's not really a word. Yep. You know who the boss is. Yo, DJ Mike Forty just called either me or you uh, a racist. Spelt it wrong, but he called us a racist. What he spell with a Z? No, R A S I S T. Apparently, he uh, did not. Is not his first time listening. You can tell he's a company man. Yeah, company man. Yeah, real quick, let me just get this out of the way. Sorry, sorry, I forgot to play this earlier. The Rain Man and Guy Blow Show is completely uncensored and real conversation by intoxicated, mentally unbalanced individuals, and as such, may offend just about anybody at any given time. 
We do not, by our words and comments alone, either endorse or not endorse, support or not support, Here's believe in list, or Mike. not believe in, or take seriously or make light of the following topics. Alcoholism, bigotry, Christianity, drug abuse, extraterrestrialism, fart noises, gays, Hitler, irritable bowel syndrome, Jews, Ku Klux Klan, Latinos, masturbation, niggas, niggers, negroes, opiates, pussy, queens, racism, school shootings, transsexuals, United States government, vagina, X-rated movies, yeast infections, or zoophilia. Just because we say it doesn't necessarily mean we believe it, or are endorsing or making light of any particular subject, race, or topic. If you are offended easily, or are an uptight individual, you should turn off this show immediately. Now, back to the Rayman and Guy Blow show, bitches. I mean, to be frank, the Rayman and Guy Blow show tonight makes Quentin Tarantino look like Wayne Brady. <laughs> Apparently, I was not the racist, which I immediately assumed I was. Because, oh, me too. But no, it was you. I don't even remember. Can we rewind it? Barack Obama, Barack Obama, a.k.a. Two Terms, a.k.a. Matt, shout out to everyone voting, has the first lady with the fattest ass. That would be the only thing that I said. No, it had to be, like, really recent. Well, anyway, yeah. Well, we're probably getting into I wonder, it. I wonder, what, I wonder what you said. I still don't know. I'm fucking, my mind's blown right now. Oh, Gay Roger? Mm, no, that's not racist. Oh, now he left, he left the room. <laughs> Guess who's your CEO, bitch? You better get back in here and listen to the show. <laughs> I'm in charge now. Company man. Yeah, so... so what what went on here is that the Oprah Winfrey Network did the interview with Lance Armstrong, mm-hmm. and that has been the only publication or the only type of mainstream running that uh, Oprah's ever had. I mean, her her network has actually been failing pretty miserably. Yeah. But when you have as much money as her, you can just run at a you can run at a negative. Well, because the reason why it it sucks is that what you, who used to watch her. Who's home at three o'clock to watch Oprah Winfrey? Probably soccer moms that really have the um uh, the premium cable package. Right. Just your basic what was it, channel thirteen? Uh yeah, it was on. It, it was either that or channel six because yeah. Doctor Phil is on six, so I, I think that. I, so I assume it was six. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know for sure though. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It's going to be people who can't afford regular cable. All right, he's back. All right, you can stay on the network now. I don't know if you're aware of this. I'm the uh, interim CEO, DJ Mike Forty. So. You know. Yeah. Feel free to call in though. I want you to give it give it to Guyble. I want you yeah. to tell him why he, hammer in what the, did he say that uh is racist? Because I'm always willing to defend this. Because this if you think that this show is racist, then I don't want you to go see Django Unchained. Yeah, you, you walk out. You missed the half hour where we're talking about <laughs> fucking growing up on a twenty dollar grocery <laughs> bill and uh doing using food stamps for a birthday party. <laughs> Yeah, you missed. Every kid went home with a $2 food stamp in their goodie bag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when moms couldn't afford candy for Halloween, she just talked out food stamps on trick-or-treat night. Uh, I said he's on the app. Yeah, eh, it happens. What are you going to do? All right, so <laughs> back to the Oprah Winfrey Network because there's a point that I want to make. Get it. When Lance Armstrong admits to doing steroids mm-hmm. in order to dominate his sport, yep. I need you... In each and every single one of the Rain Man and Guy Blow Show Samurais and everyone out there on QSJ Radio, if you think he needed steroids, well, how about this for a try? Don't even buy an exercise bike. Just do the motion of riding a bicycle for six hours, 30 days in a row on your own. Tell me if you can withstand that type of boredom. Go ahead. There's no way you could. 
besides steroids and performance-enhancing drugs as such, you need to have incredible mental strength to be able to do that sport. He's just riding a bicycle for extreme distances. That's more mental discipline than it is steroid use. And that's, uh, yeah. So that's what, you're that's, what you, that's what the Oprah story was about? Yeah, just ride a bicycle in place for six hours. When I leave here tonight, Rayman, just go on your couch and just ride a bicycle for six hours. Bro, I'm not going to lie, the, new, the news article about cycling put me to sleep. Yeah, it's exactly. And, and, we guy, and we didn't even read it. Just the thought <laughs> of talking about the Tour de France or the Tour de Lance or Oprah or anything to do with France, any anything to do with cycling is just so blah to me. I, I tuned out. I don't blame you. It, it is blah. And, and and all these guys that want to recoup money from uh, Lance Armstrong, no. If anything, no, you I owe think, him more no, money. No, I think they should. I think, do, you, do you understand what happened there? Well, yeah. He uh, used, he used all his wins to get those endorsement deals. No, no. What happened was uh, people came out and said, yo, he doped. He doped, and I know because I was on his team and I doped with him. <laughs> and Lance Armstrong would go, you're a liar. You're a cheat. You're a scumbag. I didn't do this. Don't try and bring me down. You're jealous because I was the one that won, and you were just the person that drafted and helped me get there. You're a piece of shit. Fuck you. I didn't dope. Slingshot and now game. I'm suing you for slander. And fucking, bam, wailed him. And by that person calling him out, admitted that they doped. They get the ban, too, so now they can't compete in cycling anymore. Yeah. And he's still out there making millions. All right. Oh, he's crushing. The book has to be coming out soon. So now, has he to sues these people. They, they're fucking, they got nothing anymore, right? Completely worthless. Completely, completely have nothing. Right? They don't even have the bikes that they used to ride in the Tour de France Working anymore. at SUNY Albany, snapping photos for student IDs now, right? <laughs> used to be spinning blood in France, eating baguettes. And so now, now, now fucking Lance Armstrong comes out and goes... Yo, I'm just kidding, everyone. Yo, I did uh, I did that whole thing where they take my blood and they spin it to a hamster wheel. Yep. And uh, that's what made me super strong and really, really good at uh, this whole um, bicycling thing, right? And um, so now these people are like, wait, so we came out like three or four years ago and accused you of this and you sued us for slander. We lost everything. Yeah. Right. And now you're going to admit it? We want our money back. And so all these lawsuits are coming out. And I heard only glimpses of the interview on ESPN, yep. which I don't even know why I turned there. Oh, actually, I do know why, because Manti Teo's story was going on at the same time, and I wanted to get more details on that. Yeah. Because uh, Rayman kind of broke that story, BT-dubs. Saw it on Twitter. Fucking ran with it immediately. Yeah, Deadspin? Yeah. Deadspin dropped that around 4.35 p.m. last Thursday. I was sitting there at work running with it. As soon as it happened, I go to the guy next to me, yo, uh, do you know that Manti Teo's girlfriend was fake? He's probably gay. <laughs> <laughs> Why else would you make up a fake girlfriend? Because you're gay and you don't want people to know because you're a football player. Yeah, that's a story for another time, like in 10 minutes. Yeah. But um, with this with this whole with this whole uh, thing, I'm watching it on ESPN, and he, he tells Oprah, yeah, basically I knew when I admitted that I did steroids, I immediately wrote a check for $75 million. Because not only did he lose all his endorsements, but he has to pay all those people back. Yeah. That he that, and damages for the slander, and he said it's going to cost him like seventy five million, which is amazing. 
When I you're Lance that. Armstrong and you pay out $75 million, I hope he kills himself. No, he won't. Cause he'll I, just, I wish he would. Because he'll just put his name on a book. What's he gonna? What they? What are they gonna call it? Tour de Lance. No, How? come on, give me a good title. Think about it. Think about it. Give me a good title in, in a little bit. But go on with what you were saying. But I want a good title from you. Living stronger, faster than ever. Stronger, faster. What's that Kanye song? No, no, that's uh, that's the steroid movie. Yeah, but give me the bigger, what, stronger, faster. What's the Kanye West song? Um, Kanye Older, West was stronger. Older, better, faster, stronger. <laughs> no, you would have to mix in the live strong with with the steroid. So. How about like live wrong? Like Liveroid. 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 A Lance Armstrong story, and then a picture of him crying like a bitch on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you buy the ebook right now on Audible.com, you do it the confession. <laughs> Oprah. I like it. Yeah, we can market it for him. Lance, need anyone, buddy? Let us know. RainManGuyBlow.com. By the way, I'm copywriting Liveroid, so don't take it. Liveroid would be tough, though, because that's too close to the word hemorrhoid. And you would probably get those by sitting on a bicycle seat that long. Yeah. You ever sit on a bike seat for a while? I never sat on bike seats. Um, when I rode a bike, I would always stand on it. And then when um, I got a bike that was uncomfortable to stand on, I stopped riding bikes. Really? Yeah. Like, when I was a kid, I was I was riding my uh, Dirt Dog by Huffy <laughs> all over the fucking yard. I had like an acre and a half. Dirt dog hills. I had the dirt dog. I used to go down this hill, all the way down my driveway, take a hard left in front of the house, just miss the flower garden, and then uh, try and make it up the hill on the other side of the property. And then I go down that hill. Now that hill was way steeper. Yeah, you couldn't do that one, right? Well, I could, but it was dangerous. I had to slow down when I went to make the turn. Yo, was the dirt dog such a whack bike that you had coaster brakes? Uh, you had well, like you couldn't pedal backwards, right? Right, it was my first bike. Yeah, coaster right. brakes. Yeah. yeah, so this, I mean, this is when I was young, and um, like this bike was so. All right, so this 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 <laughs> hill is so steep. I flipped two riding mowers on the hill. All right, when I was younger, so I'm going down this hill on a huffy, and like if you hit those uh, pedal, what are they called? Pedal brakes? Yeah, the pe- uh, coaster brakes. The coaster brakes. Yeah. If you hit those, you do like the skid. Like you're a Mustang peeling out. Yeah, you would. And uh, so I would do that in the driveway and fucking just shoot rocks everywhere. And my father used to get so pissed at me. Um, but, yeah, so once that bike, I outgrew that bike. They got me, like, a mountain bike, which was the fucking stupidest thing in the world. And it had the gears, which made it harder to pedal. And who wants that? Yeah, you, know? you drop it the gear one when you're going uphill. And then when you start leveling yeah, up, but then it's back too, down to gear three. But then it goes too fast, and it's like being on the elliptical. Like, it just keeps moving, and it's moving faster than you can go. <laughs> so I just wanted my old Huffy back, but it broke. I was too big for it. Yeah. Hey, I'm like so six feet tall on a fucking, like, five-year-old's Huffy. Yeah. <laughs> a five-year-old's cheapest BMX Huffy. Yeah. Poor kid couldn't pedal backwards. He had coaster brakes. That was part of our $20 shopping uh week that week yeah your mom stopped over at goodwill uh, with her three dollar chain from the grocery store and bought I'm, you a bike i'll never forget when i got that bike for my birthday my sister and i got them the same day their walmart had just come into Screenbush, and i had no idea what walmart was but it had just they had just come to our area yeah. and my mother went in and she bought us both bikes and mine hers my sister's was like a purple and pinkish like that blended in and mine was like blue and purple because they, they didn't have any other colors. I was like, Ma, I really don't want this fucking bike. This is stupid. 
And she was like, no, you need a bike. You broke your other one. It's too big. And I'm like, no, I don't want a bike like this, though. I want a bike like the one I had. But the problem is that bikes like I had are now like trickster bikes. And so, like, people with uh, backwards hats and baggy pants use those. And my mother was not about that. And, no. then, and then they have pegs and shit, and they do tricks. Yep. And that's how people get hurt. And my mother didn't want to see me on MTV. She didn't want me to be Ryan Sheckler making millions. She wanted me fucking <laughs> sitting in my room reading boxcar children books. I know. You know, so I got this stupid ass bike and I just that's when uh, the fatness started. I just had no interest whatsoever. Well, yeah, because she made you ride a Huffy. No, I love the Huffy. I went from the Huffy to like a mountain bike with gears, which is a downgrade. Right. At least I had the no Huffy interest was, in that. It was the shape of a BMX. Yeah, exactly. And plus and it was like lime green with black and it was very similar to QSJ Radio's logo. And I think that's why. uh I love this station so much. Yeah, you have a nostalgic feeling when you yeah. look at that logo. Feels good. Reminds you of the days you used to rock a Huffy. <laughs> Speaking of rocking a Huffy, don't forget to listen to Davin's Den every uh, Wednesday morning. You can find him on DavinComedy.com. Click the iTunes link to listen to the podcast. The three crazy Jews getting crazy in New York City. That's Davin Rosenblatt, Pip Helix, and some guy named Joe who plays in an air guitar band every Friday in a, a local bar doing Journey cover songs. Yeah, New York City. Hey, if you're a big fan of Seinfeld, go ahead and listen to those Jews. It's the same type of comedy. It's very Rosenthal, Seinfeld-esque. Yo, by the way, if you're tuning into the Rain Man and Guy Blow show, um, not for the first time, but you only listen to us on this network uh, that we call QSJ Radio, um, please... Please, don't forget, tomorrow is Negrito Mid-Morales. Yo, killing it. From 6 to 8 or 8 to 10 or something like that. Just keep tuning in. You'll find him eventually. Yeah. And then um, on Monday, we have DJ Mike Forty. He does shots. Killing it. Yep. Just doing a great job. Just spinning classics. And then every day from, like, noon to 5, some guy named Charlie, who's Mexican, he plays stuff, too. Yeah. He's like the white Mexican. He looks like Fat Joe. with oh, hair, okay. With hair, though. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the type of Mexican who might look white, but he probably would go out in public wearing a Mexican flag wrapped around him. Um. And be like, big punk, crack the dong, hey, hey, crack. Like that? Yeah, man, I guess I could see that. Right, he would do it, right? Like, he's got a tattoo on his arm that says, uh... Viva la Mexico? I'm Mexican. Yeah, Viva la Mexico. Yep. By the way, I've never seen the guy. I'm just saying stereotypes that I've heard. Well, like, I mean, I'm just going, I, I go to qsjradio.com, and it, uh, while you're listening to our Golden Voices, it goes through and it shows every all the shows. Yeah. And so I figure, you know, being the new acting, acting CEO, I might as well promote the station. you got to start to know your staff. All right. Yeah, I'll be honest, since, since I do have the CEO one-on-one in a setting where everyone will be able to hear us because it will be recorded for podcasts and iTunes history, mm-hmm. I think that I have to be the biggest QSJ radio shill known to man. I'm just a one-man marketing team hitting the tweets all day, every day, in the yard. What's up? Going down. In the Twitter. But uh, I have to be – I want to know my record of unsigned artist MP3 submitted. It's, it, it's up there. I mean, I start to talk to the guys for a little bit, but then they start to fade away because their work ethic just lacks. Uh, if I were you, if you are really out there recruiting like you say that you are. Swear to God. Um, check out the followers on my Twitter. It's everyone with a mixtape. All right. Well, there's a difference between getting followers and then actually. Um, I'm talking to individual people. Listen, listen. let me let me tell you. As a CEO, I know <laughs> things. Listen, it. I know <laughs> things. 
I have programs and passwords and things of that nature where if you actually recruit somebody and they go on the website and they submit their music and they pay the premium to get on to the network, you make money. The the um, the, the owner of the station, David Traffic like Hernandez, gives you a check. Oh, for the promo package, right? Right. You if get to buy one of those. You get a portion of it, right? And that's the whole point. So. If you got these people, I don't have the codes yet, but he talked to me about it and showed me how to do it and tried to get me involved in doing it. That's why you see that dude Thomas Galuli in there because he had some questions. Yeah. And I'm still waiting um, to get an email. So but, do you have to buy a promo package, or is it just in order to submit an MP3 costs a couple shillings? I believe you can submit music, but in order to get your music played, you need to buy a package. Which is what I'm waiting for. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, we could do the old ghost into QSG Radio and take a look, but I don't want to do that now, because then it's nah. going to play. It's going to play over our plan. Yeah, no, nah, you don't have to do that. Um, so, what's wrong, so on that thing, it charges a certain amount of money, because I've never looked into the promo package. I've always just sent them there and told them to submit an MP3, mm. and if they want to do an interview, to let them know. And then the first question is, because they're always a little nervous, because when they look on the website and they realize they're only two white guys on a hip-hop station... Mm-hmm. It's the first thing that you think as soon as you see a white guy hanging out with all um uh, with all black guys. All you know, black he's guys. gonna go harder than all the other ones. You know he's the craziest fucker in the group. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So as soon as they realize that we're the only two white guys in the station, they get a little um uh, they get a little nervous. They're like, I don't know, man, what are these guys gonna say to me? Let me see. You know, the thing is though, we're not gonna we're not gonna ask you the same type of whack ass. All black guys. All no, black he's guys. gonna go. I got him. There we go. All right, enter site. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I got it. So so how does that work? I just got to let them know. Say, hey, when you get on the website, let them know that at guy underscore blow um, told you to come here. Yeah, so anyway, like we were saying. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I got it. So if you so, have any type of musical talent in your body and you want to submit an MP3 over to qsjradio.com, once you're done submitting it, and you buy a really, really adorable promotional package, which is a lot more affordable than some radio station like Hot 97 or Power 105, and you'll be able to have your music heard by just as many people, you need to put me down as a reference. All right, DJ Mike 40 says you submit music at $10 an MP3. Um, But there are packages to get more than that. And right now, I think it might be free. Yeah, I think it might be free. But that doesn't mean you're getting played, son. Yeah, because when we did the top 50 countdown, or top 25, I was able to submit sitting on a cock because he's gay without putting in uh, 10 bucks. Right. And I think that might have been for the countdown because he was trying to get as much MP3s as he could for the countdown. Right, exactly. Yep. Yeah. But as, but as far as the promos go, I mean... You can hop on this, and then just, if you say you're going to show up, show up. I mean, you don't have to come here in studio. All you have to do is download Stripe on your computer. It's really not that difficult. And if you're not able to get to a computer, I know you own a smartphone because everybody owns a smartphone. So just download the Stripe app. And if for some reason you don't have 3G coverage, go over to your friend's house who has wireless Internet and log into his wireless Internet connection so you can call in on Skype. We're not afraid to take a uh, a telephone call either from regular co- a phone. No. I mean, we'd rather have the Skype because then the producer can ask you questions and talk to you as well. 
But uh, worst case scenario, we can still uh, do that. Yeah. So the, so the producer can go, hey man, what's uh what's really been your influence? Yeah. I think the producer's back. What made you uh what made you start rapping, dog? Because that that's what the producer would do. He would drop a term to try to feel like he was fitting in. I want to know your story, chief. <laughs> Yo, dog, when did you start rapping? <laughs> you were four. <laughs> Shout out to everyone listening. What I want to know is where Lion from the Lake got his name. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Not his mane, his name. <laughs> I know. Yo, I heard the the, uh, the back hair just started sticking out his V-necks. Oh, here you go. Negrito Midge Morales is on 6 to 9 on Wednesdays. Raymond and Guy Blow, 9 to midnight on Thursdays. <laughs> DJ iTunes, works hard, play hard. Fridays from 8 to 10. Work hard, For all your hard. home parties. Happy holidays. QSJ Radio wishes you. Get Shout out to everyone, Nathan. And then DJ Charlie, Monday through Friday, 12 to 5. I knew it was DJ Charlie. Yeah, so DJ Charlie goes in five hours a day. Good yeah. for that kid. And then uh, DJ Mike Forty, his uh, advertisement isn't on here. But um, he uh, is on there on uh, Mondays as well. Shots, DJ Mike Forty. Yeah, nothing like ripping some shots on a Monday. You know what I mean? Yo, I'm, I'm sure. Was this show packed this Monday? It was Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I mean, Obama's on TV. He's probably doing the inauguration. He's probably DJing the inauguration. Yeah, he's probably. <laughs> Obama turns around. He sees Jay-Z. All right, yeah, the usual. Beyonce. All right. Brad Paisley. Eh, maybe what the fuck are you doing here? And then right behind Brad Paisley, he sees DJ Mike Forty. I'm kind of excited. I think DJ Mike Forty is going to call in. Like We have a good rapport. With uh, Negrito Midge Morales. Yeah. Well, we've never had a call-in uh, from anyone else from the station other than traffic. No. So, I'm kind of excited about Like, him. we know Negrito. We know yep. traffic light. Yep. But as far as that goes, you would think QSJ Radio, you know, it's uh, it's probably a staff of quantum leapers. If you don't know what a quantum leaper is, just go ahead and go on the YouTube.com and type in quantum leap. It was a show that was Excellent. Um, if you grew up in a white trash family, we always watched it on either TBS or Lifetime. Excellent, excellent show. And uh, that's what this radio station's filled up. It's all quantum leapers. All right, excellent. so apparently DJ Mike Forty goes on when he wants to, so you have to follow him on Facebook to see when he's going to uh, Star Trek in and do a show. Yeah, um, how do you follow him on Facebook? DJ underscore Mike Forty. And if that doesn't work, I'm out of luck. He didn't give me any help. <laughs> He hadn't helped me out any better than that. Maybe if he calls in, he can plug himself. I mean, we'd be more than happy to have you guys uh, hear what he has to say. Ladies and gentlemen. He said being poor isn't racist. So I know it's not racist, but it gives us the ability. You know, ever seen 8 Mile, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. They're all from the same hood. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the thing is, though, back in my day, I want you guys to close your eyes and remember this. It was a dead-end street, and there was a curb. That was a little, that had a little bit of a incline to it, and that used to be our bike jump, and we would just use that thing for hours, hitting the jumps, and then across the street. If you got a job across the street, you were really gonna be somebody, and that was at McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> that was the only way. Yo, out. bro, you listening? You brain dead? You stupid? <laughs> you just said the same shit that he said. Uh, eight mile. Get him. Mm. Get him. So, I miss Freestyle Fridays. What, what do you mean? Uh, with Gordon at work. Oh, yeah. We used to have Freestyle Fridays. We used to, everything that we said, we'd rap to each other. And when I say rap, I mean rhyme. <laughs>
Yeah, on a Friday you can do that. Raises the happiness level eleven yeah. percent on Friday. Yeah. Globally. I don't blame it. He used to do that shirt line. He dropped the shirt line. I forget what it was. Oh, would he take would he take lyrics from the movie though? Yeah. See, I wouldn't like that though. Yeah, but I mean you change the you change the lyrics, but they all have like the same premise. I'm like, Gordon, we gotta we gotta go original. You ever record any? I used to write him down, and I used to put him as my uh, message. What do you mean? If you know what I mean, on the uh, contact, I'm on my profile at oh, Rain oh, Man's okay. cab. Yeah, yeah, at the cab company. Yeah. yeah, on your little uh, on your AWOL instant messenger. Yeah, at the cab. How did the employees think of that? Nah, it was Freestyle Friday. As long as you put it in quotes, don't matter. No one says anything. They already knew. Yeah. Was well, there any blowhard that get upset if it? Well, I mean, you keep it clean. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. The, yeah, the true artist didn't swear, you know. Yeah, like Will Smith. Right. Cuban cigar for the look. I don't light it. Yeah, Yo, you know what today is? Today's officially the 10-year anniversary that Dave Chappelle uh, of the Dave Chappelle show. That's why I watched it. I'm telling you. Yo, and it's been 10 years. Yo, look underneath that pair of jeans there. It's right there. The whole DVD thing, right to the left, right in the arm. No, I believe you. But the Comedy Central Twitter account is always still plugging Chappelle's show because it's been 10 years and Viacom still hasn't been able to fill that guy's bootstraps. No. And going back and listening is by far the the best ever. It's hilarious. The shit still holds up today and uh, just amazing. I don't think you're ever going to – you won't be able to uh, – you won't be able to go against it because I gave the, the new sketch comedy show that they put in Dave Chappelle's spot, Nick Kroll sketch comedy. It's called The Kroll Show. Yeah. Not even, not even close. When you're able to watch a TV show like oh. that and not even really crack a smile – T-shirt saying, Lotto, I don't fit you. <laughs> Go, go ahead, you finish. <laughs> That's one of the lines. Uh-huh. When you're able to watch a show that was supposed to replace the Chappelle show as far as Chats Comedy goes, which is the Kroll show, I went through there, and honestly, I'm trying to laugh because I want a new love. I want a new show that I watch with some type of uh, addictive circumstances, which was the Chappelle show. And he's not going to be able to do it. He's going to be like every other sketch comedy show that was ever put on Comedy Central. They'll last a couple seasons and they're gone. Um, Nick Swartzen Imagination Time or Nick Swartzen's Fantasies, whatever that show was, it was, su- it was supposed to be a sketch comedy show. He couldn't hack it. Kroll's show will be done. Yo, did you hear the phone ringing? No, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it at all. Why did he uh, try to dial in? Can't wait. We got a QSJ radio member about ready to dial in. Fuck it, I'm just going to call him. Yeah. Out dials with Rain Man. Out dials with Rain Man. It's official. Every little thing Rain Man dials is magic. Every little thing QSJ radio does is an unsigned artist. Here I am on iTunes making an out dial. I hope he picks up Dowder. Hello. Yeah, this is the Rain Man and Guy Blow Show. Out dialing to DJ Mike 40. Is this DJ Mike 40? Yes, it is. DJ Mike 40. It's Guy Blow Topsky. How good? you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on, man? Chilling, man. I'm listening to y'all. I got a delay over here on the zap. I don't know. So what's so what's going on? So you don't you're not etched in stone as far as Mondays go because we want to let everybody know 
when your when's your time slot? When can they get a chance to listen to DJ Mike Forty? And uh, are you on <laughs> I mean, stick cam as well when you do it? Uh, no, I, I never I never show myself. Yeah, I'm you're, real you're, ugly, so I never I never show myself. Oh, stop! You got a you got a face and voice for radio. See, I'm I work for um, the cabinet president's cabinet, so I gotta wear my hood so he don't know who's talking shit about him. Yeah, it's that's true. why I never see my face. I know. Secret Service was no, fucking sweating when Obama was standing still for like 30 minutes. They were sweating. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what do you think? What do you think right now the federal government thinks about the Rayman and Guy Blow Show Facebook like page? Because I just posted three photos of Michelle Obama. They already know who I am. They're like, Yo, who the fuck is this six foot pale white yeah. Ukrainian they're that's posting Michelle Obama's ass? After you. That's what they're gonna do. Yo, as long as they send it after me, and we get on mainstream news while I'm fucking getting carried out in a QSJ radio shirt. <laughs> Obama's probably like, she's like the hottest first lady ever. Oh, absolutely. We were talking about this earlier in the show. Who even comes in a remote, distant second place? Jackie Kennedy. To to Michelle Obama. And uh, Rayman keeps yeah, throwing... Jackie Kennedy. But that's still a distant second. Yo, I bet you that dude, Polk, he probably had a hot wife. <laughs> If you're President Polk. Why, you don't think that was his real last name? He just got it by, uh, you know, that was his uh, street name? No, but I think you, I think you, that gives you some credit on the street with the ladies. The last name is Polk, and they're like, yeah, I want to try that. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you disagree, DJ Mike Forty? I mean, uh, who, who you are, like, uh, well, I'm not that old, so I don't know, none, I don't know no Polk. I don't, I only know, like, the last four or five presidents. That's it. Well, I mean, I learned about it in history. I wasn't around back in the. Well, 80s. history, I history, I read a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't. I've, I've never seen no Poco. If he's one of our one of the Poco's wife, we would never know. I don't know how <laughs> he's one of our uh, less impressive presidents. No, he didn't really do anything uh, of substantial. Uh, you know, he's just a guy that was on a ruler, presidential ruler I had when I was a kid. Yeah, he was on a presidential placemat that my parents bought yeah. me back in the day because they wanted me to memorize the uh, presidents. There's a lot of useless shit that they want you to learn in academics. You know, the only thing that uh, Polk really said of any um, uh, value to our country's uh, uh, development was, yeah, Wink did fuck my girl, but I'm still standing here screaming, fuck the free world. Wow. And then did he you drop love, the mic? You, you, quote, you quote a lot of 8 Mile. He, you, you must love that movie. <laughs> no, I'm quoting a lot. I'm reading it. I'm reading <laughs> Why? it. Why? Because it, it's, about a, uh, it's about a white white guy who... It was, it's a it's perfect like, uh, example of what Martin Luther King it's wanted. Like, it's just no, black and whites yeah, getting like, along. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, It's the same story as every single unsigned artist, but it's because the guy's white. No, it's because the guy got his movie made. Yeah, 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 that's movie made, and yeah, I'm sure a lot of it. Movie, the, the movie, I can't. The, that movie's not really. It's the, most of it, I could say, is based on his life, but a lot of it is written in. Yeah, no, I believe that. Um, whenever you do a movie, Hollywood-wise, you need to take a good angle so that you can have a protagonist, an antagonist, a love story, and it's a good plot so that while you're watching it, you are interested as the movie progresses. So yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Mike. Absolutely. There, there's, there's a lot it, written in. I'm pretty sure there wasn't no Lotto in the in in his in real life. You know what? Lotto's t-shirt screaming, I don't fit you. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't fit you, yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yo, the thing is, though. What's crazy, I watched the movie about, about four or five days ago they gave it on, I think, BT. What? 
Wait a minute. They and put they Eminem on BET? Yeah, of course. What do you mean, of course? It's about a white guy. There's no other rapper that could come out. He could, he could take a five-year hiatus and still sell a million records. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I will, will not argue And he's a white guy. Yeah, because when you're able to, to do rhymes with that type of complex rhyme scheme, like, you can't really bust his balls because... You may sit here and listen to us and say, oh, I can do whatever Eminem could do. I could rewrite his shit. But when it comes down to it, no, you couldn't. Absolutely not. He wrote the most complex rhyme schemes. Even um, there's some uh, video on YouTube where uh, a professor dissects his rhyme schemes. No one's used those type of schemes. Everyone stays with the normal Everyone stays with the normal bullshit mainstream. We hooks. can hear you when you go. You guys, these guys are crazy. <laughs> these white yeah. dudes are crazy. Yeah. I'm serious. Everybody, everybody raps about the same thing. Everybody. I don't want to hear. Everybody. Everybody's poor. Everybody's um. Not their me. Wife. Everybody's use drugs. I'm talking about rappers. You're not a rapper. Yeah. 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 I'm on an unsigned artist station, brother. I understand. I do a comedy. I do a comedy yeah, show. Yeah. And then, I, I, and then I submit MP3s at night. There's more, more. Your show is more comedy than anything. Oh, you think we're funny? I wouldn't say unsigned. Well, yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right. I'm, I'm, we're not gonna argue that. But you won't agree with me that like maybe it's A B B A type or maybe A B B C type phone, your, phone, every, your, your phone is breaking up real bad. It's like fuck, really? Every time you get excited, it cuts off. Oh my bad. I'm probably screaming too much to go through the phone lines. That's uh, I'll throw out the apology for that one, but. But besides the premise or the topics of his raps, you won't agree with me that the rhyme schemes used are complex? Cutting off. Fuck. What about when I talk to you? Can you hear me when I talk to you? Yeah, when, when you talk, I can hear most mostly you, but when he talks, he just cuts off. Yeah, he's not really good on the radio, is he? I fuck it up. <laughs> they could, look Check at your you. Board. You're right on your microphone. You gotta back up off the mic. This isn't new school radio, kid. This is uh, well, it's all different depending on the mic and the setup. You have the same exact microphone and setup that I do. Yeah, I know that. Right. So when you're all up on it like that, don't work. You gotta back up. Yeah. When you're relaxed, I can hear you. When you get excited, you start cutting off. It oh, kinda, I get excited it a peaks. lot. And I get real, real excited. All right, so Mike, okay. obviously, obviously, you're not a fan of Eminem, so. What type, what type of what type of artists do you he do you appreciate? The, he just hates the fact that, that well, white the white people use Eminem as our rallying cry. And I'm like, yo, he's not DJ like Mike cry, Forty. Who here's a pencil. Go write have? something suspenseful. Yeah, who else did you have? Lion yeah, from the lion, lion from the lake. <laughs> yeah. well, vanilla Ice. Lion from the lake. No, Vanilla Ice went hardcore. <laughs> yeah, Vanilla Ice did hardcore music. How about our Shinoda from Lincoln Park? Oh. Or Motion Man. No. How about Pitbull? Pitbull's <laughs> Cuban. No, he's white. You ever seen his music Cuban. videos? He's white. Well, um, now he is, but ten years ago he was Cuban. Yeah, oh. but the United States owns Cuba, so there he's white. Well, he's got a point. We only own a portion of Cuba, like where they have all those... Uh, the good stuff. What is it, Guantan Guantanamo Bay? That's all we own. Well, not only that, but the women with huge asses come over here for modeling jobs. Mm-hmm. That's got to count. No, they, they, they come from Venezuela. <laughs> they're all yeah, they're all on rate my backside. Go to Twitter at rate the, my the backside. Spanish shows they all all the women 
all the women look how they uh they all look um they all have big asses. They don't come from Cuba. Yeah, tell they're like from Venezuela and Brazil and. You're talking about tell you're talking about Telemundo, right? I pay 140 bucks for cable, bro. I watch it in English. <laughs> you're supposed to lose him. I pay I pay right. about the same thing, and I get a bunch of Spanish channels. Yeah, but I, I don't them. I don't speak Spanish. No hablo español. You just spoke it. <laughs> and also, you don't, you don't really have to. <laughs> you gotta know. learn Spanish if you want. If you want to cross over, you gotta learn Spanish. Cross over to what? You have to. Hip hop. Hip hop is 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 multilingual. Multilingual. You know what I mean? It's different languages. Have you not heard uh, some of our greatest hits? Yo, give it to him, bro. Uh, well, which is the last one that you were on? The what is it on the fifty? <laughs> on the countdown yeah, that you. you yeah, this what, is. You didn't come out at number one. Sitting on a cock because he's gay. This is a song well, that, written. That, that, that's that, that's a unique title. <laughs> you didn't hear that? I know you trying to cross over. All right, that song alone will cross you over to the Lady Gaga fans. <laughs> Yo, guess what? She makes millions. <laughs> We're trying to reach well, out to the little you monsters. You need to keep on, keep keep doing what you're doing, and you might, you know. We got a Tim Tebow song too. To the gay community. <laughs> no, we're not. Cause we got the Tim Tebow song. He's as straight as they come. Well, that I haven't heard the Tim Tebow, the Tim Tebow song yet. Please yeah. don't go. No, I never haven't heard it. Timmy and the Jets. <laughs> no, I haven't heard that one either. We'll play that for you next commercial break. How about that? Yeah, we're just trying our best. I mean, I know that we we don't have the talent of anybody that was in that. Uh, Unsigned artist countdown because those guys actually have flow and talent. Um, we more or less. Oh, but you guys, you guys have creativity. Creativity, excuse me, because I'm smoking. Yeah, that, that's creativity, not... you know, and that that actually that works for you, you know. That's probably the only thing we do have is creativity. Without the producer, we wouldn't be able to put the shit together that we thought of. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till you read my article. And how long did it take you to do that song? What's which one? Sitting on, uh, a, sitting on a cock because he's gay? Sitting on, yeah, yeah. It took Guybo like six months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he wrote I, the lyrics in an afternoon wow. underneath the acorn tree. Yeah. But, no, 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 you're close. I wrote the lyrics to the song when I was borderline blackout drunk floating down a river. Yep. Wow. Yeah. But the producer, it took him that's a while so, to That's sing. some heavy inspiration. <laughs> See, he said he was on the inner tube floating down the river, but he was sitting on the, the air pump part. Yeah. And that's what made him think of the song because it was, like, just pressing right up against his ass cheek. <laughs> he's wow. like, wow, you know what? I, yeah. This is exactly what I'm feeling right now. Yeah, I was like, man, I'm sitting on a cock because I'm gay. See, a, lo a lot of rappers don't get inspired the way you guys do, you see? Right. <laughs> right. No, you want to know why, though? Because rappers don't get as heavily intoxicated as regular white dudes. Right, they just because, smoke weed. Well, yeah, 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 the, yeah that's why y'all own that term, white boy wasted. Yeah, he's 100% because my, uh, I lived, I had a roommate at Hudson Valley. His name was Stan. He was about, I don't know, six foot eight and black, and he called me white boy wasted consistently. They just don't. Okay, well. They really, they never, they, they, they never get hammered. I've never hung out with a black dude who'll be like, yo, you know what? You know what I'm doing tonight? I'm getting shit housed. You know why? It's because they're afraid if they lose the control over their bodies, like if they get drunk like that, 
they're going to wake up and they're going to be on a ship. And that <laughs> ship's got them chained with a whole bunch of other people. And they're all going to another island to be slaves again. Is that the opening scene of Django? I didn't, I didn't see it. I actually seen that movie. How yeah, was it? They must was it have good? said the word nigga a billion times in that movie. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say that here. We have to edit. Hold on. Let us know if you're going to do that. we got to bleep you out. Yeah, as uh, the you can't say that. You got a sensor? Yeah, we got a sensor. Yeah, hold as on. The, Let me yeah, pull yeah, it up yeah, and then we'll, that, we'll try it again. Yeah, hold on one second. Hold on one <laughs> Sorry about that. I should have warned you. Yeah, because yeah, as the new CEO, oh, well, I'm sorry, interim CEO, yeah. Rain Man's trying to remove that word from the entire radio. All right, station. so go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Well, uh, tell me about Django. Well, they said the word nigga about a. <laughs> About a billion times in the movie. <laughs> wow. A billion. So you're probably saying give or take ten. Maybe 999. <laughs> yeah, the producer told me they said it like 400 times. That movie, it, it should have, that, that should have been the title of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should have called it nigger <laughs> movie. <laughs> well, I'm serious. Though, as many times as they used it, I guess that was the whole script. And they just put everything else in between it. Clayton, Biggs, it Clayton Bigsby already owns that title. Well, who, who is it? Who is it? Nas, I think, is it? Nas has a has an album called that title with that same title. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> I, I didn't know that he has an album that that uh, that title. Well, Clayton Bigsby came out with the book nigger book. <laughs> I mean, if, they, if you think about <laughs> it, Mike, they really did name the movie <laughs> because Django was a. So I mean, it was all about. Remember, it's about slavery, all right. But it was more. Of a, it was a comedy. They yeah, try, absolutely. Uh, it's satire. Yeah, they try to you know make light of the issue, but but still, why put that word so many times the way you know? If if you go, if you you like, I'm in the projects in the, in the Bronx. Yep. You're white. If you was to come over here and just say that word in front of a whole you know, bunch, a bunch of, of people here, they're <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're probably, you know. But so, yo, are you? Do you have us like in? There's a bunch of people around, isn't there? No, but in all honesty, Mike, I, I really do mean this. We're from upstate New York, and all I'm saying is that why don't we just remove the color from that term? Seriously, and I, I think in somewhere deep inside Quentin Tarantino's twisted, fucking insane mind, that had to be what he was trying to do. Because he's obviously not openly racist. Look at all the people he's put in his movies. It's never all white movies. He's not. He's not a reverse Tyler Perry. Well, that's they where he only puts blacks they have in. affirmative action. It's either it's either Mexicans or, or blacks. Yeah, we talking about in in uh, regards to Tyler Perry. No, I'm talking about uh, Quentin Tarantino. All his movies are either are either uh, Mexican, black, or except for uh, Kill Bill. Yeah. I guess. Well, it, well he's got else, the Asians in there. Yeah, well, and, and, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. and in Glorious Bastards, he the was, Jews. Yeah, there was all Jews. He was just. Well, Jewing. I guess he, he he just he just hates white people then. Yeah. So you like, Tarantino has had these interviews, and I've seen a few of them, where a lot of these assholes will be like, "Well, why do you use the uh, word so much?" And then he'll just go off on them because you're not understanding the true value of the movie. It has nothing to do with uh, racial slurs. has nothing to do with uh, racial bashing. Nothing to do with that. We should just openly have a eulogy on air tonight of 
taking the color out of the word. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that? Nah. Yeah. No, I kind of like having it be a derogatory term. I just, I, I think it's funny when people get uppity. Like, for example, Rain Man, does this hurt your feelings? Cracker. No. And I know you're deeply rooted in Indian heritage. Does this hurt your feelings? Redskin. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. But here, here's the thing. Was your though. mother a Navajo? Here's the thing. Navajo. Wow. You hear him? <laughs> you see what I'm Navajo. saying? Navajo. Yeah. Like she was a, she <laughs> actually, she was a Rapaho. <laughs> yeah, like, none of that type, like, those words shouldn't hurt your feelings. And it's all these blowhard parents that are tricking their kids into thinking that they're actually getting bullied. Dude, it's just a, like, on the playground, just punch the kid back. Don't be so upset about what yeah, he's when, saying. Yeah, when, when I was younger, you used to get bullied, we used to fight back. You understand? Like, now exactly. they, make it, they make it into this big thing, like, you know, People are getting bullied. They're killing themselves because you're raising your kids that way, not to be tough, not to you know what I mean, not to fight for the you know for to protect themselves. Now you know what I mean. Everything these kids oh, I'm getting bullied. Who gets who? The, what was in the news a couple of days ago over here? Some girl killed herself over cyberbullying. Oh, I hate yeah. when they do that. That's insane. You understand cyberbullying? All you gotta do is turn off your computer, and you won't be get bullied anymore. That's Yo, spot you know on. what they do. That's you know what spot they do? on. All right, so you've seen these girls that go out there and they take the picture above their head and they get the cleavage shot yep. and, like, just high part angle. of their face, right? Right, Mike? You've seen that? The high-angle uh, yeah, self? Yeah, of course. Right, yeah. So sometimes fat girls that aren't good at this accidentally just get a whole bunch of gut and they still just look fat and then people make fun of them and then they do what they should is That's... kill themselves. <laughs> but the, no, bro, this guy over here. Come on, like, listen. But it's the truth. Like, if, you, if you're gonna, you, you're gonna view the picture before you upload it, correct? Yeah. Right. Right. All right. And women right, are so very then careful. If you about see it. certain things that does, that don't look right, and you're good at Photoshop, then make it look better. Yo, you understand? Did Just you don't, see? Don't be there. Oh, I'm getting bullied. You're the one that that posted that picture. Did you see the picture that I posted on the book for the uh, cover of uh, QSJ's? Radio magazine. Uh, the, the cover. I've seen the cover with Dave on it. Right, but uh, he had me take a picture of myself to put on there because I'm going to be on the cover for the next eight months. Stop, well, I, dude. I, I, traffic, traffic. Yo, because I'm the new CEO, son. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I've been new doing. CEO. Woo. Yo, I've been doing a lot of work for all you, and let me and let me tell you, it's not easy. It's not easy. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that just these <laughs> don't realize. <laughs> no, they don't. Believe me, believe me, I've been there. I've been there. I've seen a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of shit that get that get goes goes behind the scenes with Dave. Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is though, I think what traffic likes about us besides the fact that we're white, right? Is you that, can trust us. Yeah. Well, yeah. Besides that, and uh, credit scores and mm-hmm. paying taxes and all that yeah. shit. But that's what it is. Yeah, but but we're, <laughs> we're actually consistent. Well, he it's, made UCO because of your credit score. <laughs> right, exactly. If you only knew, I had to pay a thousand dollars in rent yesterday. <laughs> fucking two months late. Wow. <laughs> well, my rent my rent up here is only like five twenty five, and uh, which that's is good. which is dirt cheap, dirt cheap. Yeah, it's dirt cheap up here. Yeah, and um, I just didn't pay it because it was Christmas time, and then I got paid last week, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go pay like. 800 of my rent and then the other 200 i'm going to use for spending money and then next paycheck i'll finish it up and then pay next month's rent with it right yeah and uh i fucking go to pay and it's closed and i'm so pissed off they're closed because i'm like oh on the 17th they're gonna come and they're gonna fucking 
tell me I'm late and I got to pay everything in three days. Otherwise, they're going to get rid of me. And so I'm going to have to take every dime I have. So literally every dollar I spent or every dollar I had, except the 12 in my wallet still and the 27 I spent last night on vegetables, went to, no, excuse me, pay my rent. So you're going to survive Sucks. off vegetables and 12 bucks. And 12 bucks until next Wednesday. <laughs> And I'm gonna, you can do it. I, I believe in you. You can do it. I can live off myself for like three weeks. Yeah. Yo, not only that, but I've been so broke one time that I Peter panned my dinner. You know what that is? You no. just imagine eating. Wow. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, yeah, you, can, you can have anything you want. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> not me. I'm on a diet. I'm I'm, I'm vegan for the next three weeks. So it's going to be, i got to imagine eating like uh, fucking like almonds. And lettuce. Yeah. You take a big bite of iceberg lettuce. Yo, that's funny. Peter Pan eating. Yeah, Peter like Pan. That movie right Hook. There. I yeah, exactly. Love just that. like that. Yeah. That Rufy, fat black yo. kid. Peter Rufy, Pan. Yo. What was you can f- have lobster. You can't have anything. <laughs> you can have anything. <laughs> no, vegans can't eat fish. Especially uh, especially <laughs> fish that crawl. Well, then get yourself a. What is it? Uh, what is it? The Indian. Uh, there's a lot of vegan Indian restaurants out here. And get some rice. I got my chopsticks. Where they have like a. Like a yellow gooey soup. I don't know what it calls. Is it a squash soup with spices in it? I don't know. Yellow. Oh, the yellow gooey soup. I'm you thinking. Can have that. Um, hot and sour. No, it's not a Chinese soup. Oh. I, it's squash soup sounds like it'd be the right consistency. The spicy soup. I don't know. I'm not vegan. The sweet I'm and vegan. sour soup has like noodles in it. I think you can do it though. Oh, but it's like yeah. an Indian Thai. I don't know. It's an Indian Indian restaurant. It's a vegetarian restaurant. They have like this yellow. Gooey soup. I don't know what the fuck it is. Mike, you got to remember this, though. Where you come from in the Bronx, you actually have culture. Yeah. Here in the upstate New York, you would be so pissed off at your surroundings. We have no culture up here. Yeah, this is the only Everything, Thai food we get I've, when you I've take laundry detergent and trade it from McDonald's. It's, it's trash compared to the city as far as culture goes because it's just all chain restaurants. What did you do in Albany? Yeah, what did you, what did you do? I, I, I worked at uh, Crossgate Mall, I think is it called? Yeah. Yeah, Crossgate Mall, I worked there. Actually, in a Chinese restaurant. You probably, <laughs> you, 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 you had to have hated it. Well, what it was is that uh, the Chinese restaurant from my neighborhood, I grew up with the owners, and they needed help in Albany for a few days, so they asked me, can uh, me and my friend go up there and help them? So we went up there for a couple of days. It's quiet. I hated it. You can't. I went outside. It was nobody out there. Not even, yo, it was nothing, yep. nothing, nothing at all. So what'd you do? Like, were you one of the people that stood out in front of the Chinese place and handed out the samples of either orange or sesame chicken? No, what, I was in the kitchen. You were in the uh, kitchen in the back. So why don't they – see, that's so stupid. Why would they have you in the back cooking and the Chinese people out there that can't speak English going, sample, sample? Because then it wouldn't be a Chinese restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, not only that. You want – it's going to be, say, Chinese, and you're going to be – it's going to be a Puerto Rican there? Oh, you're Puerto Rican? Yes. Oh, damn. Yo, Mike, did you work at – This station is riddled with Puerto Ricans. Bro, we are so ethnically diverse. We don't like, have one black guy in the entire group. Really? For yes, shizzle. Yes, we do. Don't, don't, oh. Yes, we do. No, no, believe it or not, Negrito is not black. He is also... No, I, I've met Negrito. He, he came to one of our barbecues. Yeah, he's Puerto Rican. another guy. I forgot the DJ. He came. He was black. DJ Charles. I don't remember his name. DJ iTunes. 
I I I'll tell you too, I don't remember. I was DJing at, at the barbecue. I said. And um, they just came and they was introducing me, but I was kind of like, I was like into the music busy, so yeah. all I did was like shake hands okay and just went back to the music. Yeah. I- iTunes does have dreads, so there is a, a strong Yeah, matter of fact, that's probably him because the kid did have dreads. He's probably black. Dreads? No, but you want to know what the big fat is, though? I got white friends that have dreads. What does that have to do with fags? You know, uh, well, nothing to do with fags, but you said... You just said, you know who the big fag is, and then you said, I got... Oh, white. no, no, I said the big uh, trend. Oh. I've no clue how you got the fag word out of that. Well, you said fag. I said the you big... You gotta get that out of your mind. I said the big trend. Maybe you said fad. Or that's probably what it was, the big fad. Fag. That's exactly what you said. Oh. Yeah, the big fad. I thought fag. you said fag. Um, white people who yeah. suffer from a rare disease, it's right? called TMM. Too much money. Yeah. What they do is they want to rebel from their parents so hard. Yeah. That they act like they're Rastafarian because they want to, you know, live the um, uh, Bob Marley type lifestyle. Yeah. But I want to grab Alden by the neck and go, bro, you're not Rastafarian. You won the fucking lotto. You have unlimited amounts of money. <laughs> you would actually die trying to spend that amount of money. Yo, you know what I love? Every fuck. Are you talking about uh, Danny Softwood? Yeah. Yo, what, all right, so listen, Mike. He would love this story. Every fucking time he gets pissed off at white people, it's only about this dude who didn't do anything with his life except his grandparents won the lotto. So he just tours Asia and just bangs <laughs> hot bitches. He's mad at him. Yeah, yeah. And he oh, I, I'm a hater. He's so jealous yeah. Oh, yeah. that this dude won the lotto. Like, there was a, uh, I think it was um, a Memorial of, Day party. Oh, it was a Memorial Day? I thought it was 4th of July picnic this year. At our buddy's house. So we all go there, and uh, Guy Blow is fucking hammered by the time I get there. Yep. And all of a sudden, uh, Danny Softwood shows up, and it's fucking Guy Blow is just busting his balls the entire time. Bro, how's that lotto money? How you doing? Yeah, you're going to school in Asia? My ass. You're just running around banging Asian broads, smoking weed, and doing drugs with your grandmother's lotto money. They're going to spend it all before you get there. You better get a job. You're not going to be a doctor. <laughs> like wow. Jesus, dude, lay off this. But guy. if you can't, if you can't beat him, join him. Well, think you see the guy like once every four years. Yeah, he yeah. actually listens oh, to our show. Yeah. He, got, he got the he got that bread. He got that money. He's traveling. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah, never exactly. around anymore. Yeah, he's never ever ever around. And the funny thing is, though, as much as I bust his balls just because he enjoys me doing it, he listens to the show. Yo, it, it's it's very uncomfortable to be around. Like if you don't know the guy. <laughs> Because it was the first time I ever met him. Like, he called in a couple times. I didn't know he was the same guy that won the lotto. Yeah. Because when you talk to him, he'll never, ever come off for how he has, like, so much money in the bank that that F dick will only insure 250000 at a time. So he has to have 10 bank accounts to hold all his money. Wow. Yeah. I mean. And where does, this, where, and where does he live? Uh, he's from the capital I mean, region he's in, like, area around Korea here. right now. But, yeah, he bounces around, man. He has, like, a house in Thailand. A house in Korea, and then he's dating some French model. I wonder how he met her. <laughs> money. With, uh, with yeah. money, that's he's, what it yeah. is. That's the only getting, way you meet French models. He's probably getting yeah. tailed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's probably my, Manti Teo's girlfriend. But then he has some place over in France, too. So he has, like, a, a multiple residency between countries and the United States because yeah, it was it was an obscene amount of and money. And his grand this is this is his grandparents' money. You're saying he lives in Bangkok, Thailand. Yeah, it's his grandparents' money. And did you did you do you still see the grandparents? Make sure you know did you know that he probably killed them and kept the money. 
Um, no, that was a different guy in upstate New York that did that. I yeah. forget his oh, name. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy fucks in upstate New York. What man. was that dude's name that actually did that? And this, and this guy, you know, was I like want to... F- First murder in like 40 years in, God, Col- in the co- city of Colony. I'm not sure, but yeah, some other crazy fuck did that. It wasn't him. He just, uh, he didn't nobody have... Nobody over here wins the lotto, though. Well, yeah, you're all black. Yeah, do you guys... Yeah, nobody. Not nobody. It's, it's, it's always somebody um, who already has money that actually wins the lotto. Or, or they're extremely old. That's usually yeah. what happens. They're either extremely old or they already had money. And in this case, it was somebody who was extremely old. And because they're, you know, I don't know. When you're like five years away from getting uh, adult diapers, you just give your money to younger kids. And that's what they did. And now that kid's living the dream. And uh, do I hate on them because I'm jealous? Yes. Do I wish that I had a lot of money? Yes. But, yeah. It's probably more like. You probably think he just doesn't deserve it because he didn't work hard for it. That's what it was. Uh, I don't think he's done anything since they won it. He is going to yeah, school to be like a doctor, though, right? Um, That's what he says. He can barely read. Oh, he's not going to school to be a doctor. Well, he's one of those. Okay, yeah, I have a lot of friends like that. I don't know how these guys, they can't read or write, and they have these amazing jobs. Well, his job is just to learn different no, languages. Diploma and he's have an amazing job. Yeah, he teaches the language that he was born into in a different country. So it's a, it's a not a big paying gig, but when you're sitting on a lot of money, it makes you have access to Asians. And that's every white guy's dream, yep. to hook up with an Asian. I mean, at the top So of, you're mad at – all right, let me, let me, let me get yeah, this. You're ahead. mad at him, not because of the money, but because he hooks up with Asians? No, money first, Asian second. Okay. In that order, okay. Yeah, in that order. And then my third order would be if he went to, like, um, Miami and started uh, filming music videos and was having sex with African-Americans that looked like Gabrielle Union. I was wow. thinking about Christopher Porco. Was the guy I was thinking Buffalo. of that killed his parents. Yeah. yeah. Crazy fuck. I know. But, yeah, th- 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 that's why I'm hating on him. It's tough, man. You know what are you gonna do? Yo, it ain't easy. Yo, while we have Mike here on the on the air, I'll I'll do the uh, next news article. Okay, so the New Jersey Nets beat the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden. That's on news. It's bullshit. No, but there's more there's more to it than that. I'm a, we'll we'll cover all the angles once all right. once we're done with the story. Na 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 All right, so Nets 88, Knicks 85, uh, Madison Square Garden. When Chris Humphreys leaves. Madison Square Garden, he tweets, man, after that win, the garden was silent. J.R. Smith retweets with a quote to Chris Humphreys. Yeah, but it was loud when Kanye West rocked it last month. (laughs) 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 Do you get that, DJ Mike 40? No. I don't follow sports. No, Chris Humphreys is a basketball player who uh, got married to Kim Kardashian for like 70 days. Okay. Exactly. And then yeah, they yeah, annulled it. That, yeah. And Kanye West yeah. is a black rapper who uh, had sex with Kim Kardashian and got her knocked up and announced at Madison Square Garden that uh, she was his baby's mama. And the whole place went nuts. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> J.R. Smith, you know, when you're presented a layup. Yo, that's a good tweet. <laughs> yeah. Did he do the delete apologize or did he leave it? Like a ball, like a boss. Bro, he's a straight boss. You gotta remember, Jared Smith don't he's give a so fuck. He's so gangster. Yo, he's tatted from his eyeballs down. He doesn't care. 
I wouldn't fuck with him. Oh, absolutely not. Yo, you know you're... So why, because he's tatted? No, no. No, no this is why. Because he's hard. Because his Twitter account once got deactivated because of gang activity. This dude is not some fake-ass tatted-up guy. What? J.R. Smith's Twitter account has been deactivated due to gang activity. Wow, I've never heard of that. Wow. Go, go ahead, Google He's a real music. gangster, then. Yeah, he's a real gangster. That's fucking oh, nuts. Matt Barnes is another dude I would not fuck with. Matt Barnes is hood. Yeah. Yo, you know what? You know something that I didn't know that, I, well, you probably do know because you're a bigger fan? Um, J.R. Smith's father, I probably, I automatically assumed was never in his life. Total opposite. Was his coach all the way up to when he graduated high school. I didn't know that. Did not. Yeah, his father was a coach. Did not know that. I didn't know that either. And that's why when you watch J.R. Smith play, even though he looks sloppy and takes bad jumpers, he's always stored up to the basket when he shoots. Because his father told him to. Yeah, exactly. Because you have that type of discipline from your father to be like, hey, asshole, quit fading away. Fucking pull up, square up, and look at the basket. Yo, J.R. Smith's a good player. Yes. Yeah. And the, and the tats? I don't know. I, I'm just happy he doesn't have the lips tattoo. Like Kenyon. like Kenyon Martin? Come on, man. If you're an NBA player and some stripper sucks your dick and you fall in love with her and you get the lips tattooed on your Amari neck. Amari had that too, right? Yeah, Amari had the tat. And uh, the other dude had the tat. Oh, was it Little Wayne that went to the game because he was pissed at Kenyon Martin because he was fucking yeah. the same stripper? Yeah. Come on, man. You're really going to let these whores dictate you guys? You can print money practically. And you're letting some slut from fucking shenanigans. Yeah, that's I, I call them, I call them uh, dumb millionaires. You call them dumb what? Dumb millionaires. <laughs> they really are though. I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm not saying the N word. Millionaires. <laughs> oh, millionaires. Oh, well, I want. I had to be careful. Yes. I had to be careful. This is a live show. Yeah. You, <laughs> you got a, a bunch of guys who got who could do anything they want. They have all the money in the world. Yeah. And they rather and they rather act. Like what you're tr- what, what you're trying to come out of. Like a lot of these guys, they came from the hood or whatever, and they made it, and they're out. They could, you know, do whatever they want, and they decide to take a step back. Well, you know yeah, what you I know agree. what they say, Mike. You can take the out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the. God, I love that. You 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 must have your finger right there by the button. Yo, he I does. can say anything, and you can make it sound like if I'm trying to say the. <laughs> Yeah, that's called inappropriate wow. censorship. <laughs> wow. Inappropriate censorship. He's not even trying to say anything yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pick my words. I'm gonna pick my words wisely. Yo, everyone, this is DJ Mike Forty from QSJ Radio. Uh, Mike, let them know where they can find you on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Mike40LG. How about the Facebook? I'm actually on Instagram. Facebook, uh, Facebook, uh, I'm, is, is, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna give you my, 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 uh, how you say? It? I'm not gonna. It's, it's my real name. I'm not even. Yeah, gonna, give, him give him the Instagram. Give him the Instagram. Hook all these bitches up out there. They want to see a sexy Puerto Rican. They want to say DJ Mike Forty. I want to know when I can hear you on QSJ Radio. Since you are very similar to an African American, you will never be on time. So you just show up when you want to. I follow you on Instagram, yeah. so I know when you're going to be on. Get What's your handle? Give Get it to em. me. Okay, so on Instagram is at DJ underscore Mike40. 
Perfect. There you go. That's right. All right. And uh, yo, uh, don't worry. You you might see one picture of me on there, but everything else is mo- mostly food. Everything else is food. Yo, are you gonna go to my sister's blog, culinaryinstincts.com? No. She has a food Does she cook Puerto Rican food? I mean, I don't know what she cooks. She cooks food. Her first article is about salt and pepper. Yo, I make no, I some. I don't, I don't use salt and pepper. I make that's some a, sick, That's a white man seasoning. I make some sick rice and beans. Do you? Uh, is that Puerto Rican food? Yeah. Depending how you make it. Well, how about this? How about you go to uh, twitter.com forward slash da rain underscore man. And I have pictures of my uh, rice and beans on Twitter. I mean, one of you look Puerto Rican. That's me. Yeah, that's uh, Rain That's Man. why I got the hood on. Okay. Rain okay. Man's not wanna... Puerto Rican. He's actually uh, Native American. Oh, my God. Yo, uh, Mrs. Blow, well, right now, he's the way not he looks, have a Facebook uh, You have a white hoodie? Yeah, it's a gray hoodie. I don't. I, it I, looks a little, well, it looks, it looks white. It's, it's a perfect example of all races getting along. It's gray. <laughs> No, but your hoodie looks a little pointy at the top, so. Yeah, you said it looks a little pointy at the top. (laughs) Martin Luther King Day. (laughs) That's exactly why. I love it, man. Yo, I should fucking draw. Martin Luther King Day? I should draw black circles right there and right there, (laughs) so it looks like I'm staring into the camera the entire show. For those of you that don't have the visual pleasure that we're exceeding right now, it looks like a KKK hat that's wearing on my head. Not wearing on my head. Which is only funny because it's um, Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, not only that, but yo, Barack Obama swore his inauguration on like three Bibles. He grabbed my man Abraham Lincoln's. He, no, he grabbed, grabbed the Bible, he grabbed the Torah, and he grabbed the um, a, a, whatever the, what's the other one? Yeah. The Book of Islam. Yo, we'll get, uh, we'll we, need, get... we need more black presidents. <laughs> well, you need more black people going to Harvard, then. I'll tell you what, yeah. <laughs> Give me a black person that's Republican. Hey, I guess he's not. A, well, we, I'm not gonna say black because he's half white. You gotta tell you the we truth. I wouldn't even president. say he's black. He's, he's Hawaiian. Ma- he's Muslim. Yeah, he's Hawaiian, but still. He's Muslim. He's a, he's a black Hawaiian. Uh, he's black a and white Hawaiian. Taking money out of my check. Ugh, makes me sick. Yo, the best thing about Barack Obama besides his presidency is Barack that Obama? is that left-handed jumper that he was just implementing in Harvard. Dude, my favorite part about him is the fact that he's just bending everyone over and fucking them, and no one understands it. The only people that benefit what, what, what is he doing? What the, is he doing? The only people what that are the all right. The only people that benefit from him being president are the people that are on unemployment because he has extended it twice to 99 <laughs> weeks and then 99 weeks again. Yeah, I know. Those are the only people that have benefited from him being the president. And you know who else benefits? People who um, you know, shout to the rooftops, "I need health insurance! I need health insurance!" And then Guy Blow, being the president that he wants to be, goes. Well, get a job that has benefits. And they go, I don't want to get a job. I don't want to get a job. So then he goes, January 2013, everybody has health insurance. And everyone's celebrating, going, yes, yes. And then, but don't you know, but all right, I, I thought it was all right. If you have a job and, the, and your job provides health insurance. Yep. And you don't take that health insurance. I think I read somewhere you get a fine. Or? Yes, yes, you do. Yes, you can correct. actually go to jail if you don't it's take It's illegal to not have health insurance. Right. That's a fact. Now, now here's the deal. So, um, 
he was elected into office in 2008. Obamacare started in 2008, but you were not going to be able to claim the benefits until 2013. Fast forward to where we are now. It's 2013. However, my check has been docked since 2008 to pay for Obamacare. I make less money on January 2013 than I did four years ago when I first started my job just due to payroll tax and increase of health insurance. Mm -hmm. I bring home less money. I've earned less money as the years progressed. Mm -hmm. Wow. I just, um, and, and the thing is though, I used to be a guy who was negative rich, like, Oh, fuck the rich. Oh, they got this. They got that. They worked their ass off. I mean, yes, there's the rare example. So don't say guy blow. You did a blanket statement. No, of course. You know, the, the Ramada in twins, I'm sure they had it made. The Hilton sisters, they had it made. The Kardashians just suck dick on camera. They got it made. But I'm talking about the hardworking rich guy. Don't hate that guy. He worked his ass off to get there. You need to hate the guy who hasn't done a fucking thing for two, three, four years. Get your shit together and quit being a burden on my payroll tax. Fucking do something. Once you realize that we're all in this together as American citizens, you'll start doing better. You'll start making better decisions. I'm going to give you an example, Mike. All right. Um, all right. I make uh, $50 million. My name's Phil Mickelson. No, if you make $50 million, you're Goldstein. I'm Phil Mickelson. I make $50 million. He came out with it today. Okay. All right. So I make $50 million. They take more than two-thirds with uh, state taxes, federal taxes, whatever, right? So the government takes about $33 million of my uh, 50. All right? I get left with $17 million. Okay? That's fine. That's good. All right? The government then goes and they distribute it, and some goes towards health care, some goes towards highways, some goes towards Planned Parenthood, some goes towards Schools. everything, right? It's all divvied up, right? Now... That's the way the Democrats do it. All right, now the Republican does this. I'm Phil Mickelson. I make $50 million. I only get taxed at like 3%. I can get that money back if I donate it. I can write it off. So I, it's a, a lot of them do that, tax, tax write-offs. Right, yeah. so I donate a million to the Boys and Girls Club so that the next generation isn't stupid and suck and is on welfare. Yeah. And I donate a million to my hometown uh, projects where I grew up outside of and I want those people to do better. Yep. And I donate it to all these different causes. So, yeah, I pocket $50 million and I don't give $30 million to the government, but I give the money – to organizations that put it to good use so that the next generation is better. Instead yeah. of uh, developing people that just constantly suck off the system, I'm teaching people to fish instead of giving them a fish. Wow. You know that's what I'm spot saying? On. That's spot on. And that's what the Republican versus the Democratic uh, financial fiscal system. As far as, uh, you know... Gay marriage and abortion and yeah, shit I don't, like I don't, that. I don't care about it. Yeah, yeah, I don't care about it. Yeah, if, if you want to be gay, be gay. If you want to have abortion, have abortion. It's not. I shouldn't have the right to dictate your life. Well, if, I mean, if, I kind of. Yeah, I kind of feel like I can, I should. I should be. I should wear a cloak and decide who can <laughs> have an abortion. Poli- and who poli- can. That's what politics is. Dictating. That's what it is. Dictating other people's life. Dictating how you live. You're right. We're gonna show you how to live. We're gonna tell you how to live. You can't do this. You know. That's what politics is. That's well, the, what the whole idea is that. Uh, we're going to elect someone that the majority of us agree with what they think. 
And unfortunately, the line is split directly down the middle right now. Yeah. And it's terrible. It's terrible that it's split directly down the middle because that means that half of us are always going to be pissed no matter who's in charge. I don't know, but I don't blame the president. You know why? Because the president is just a face. You understand? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's our yeah. fault as a people. Yeah, to yeah. a certain he's extent. Just, yeah. No, no, but I'm saying he's just a face. There's people behind him telling him what to do. Oh yeah, you understand? Agreed. That's why I don't believe. I don't. I don't. I don't blame the one. That I do. I do blame Bush. These Bush father and son team is crazy. Like they became rich off of being president. Oh, he was rich. These before. guys made. He owned the Texas they Rangers. Tons of, yeah, they they. All you, they made so much fucking money with the war and is retarded. Like, these guys, they went in, they were like, we're going to become presidents and we're going to be rich. They did it for the money. Yeah, and those mm-hmm. guys were shareholders in Halberton. And those were the main defense contractors of exactly. every pitiful war that went on during that Bush family dynasty. Well, I mean, Dick Cheney was the the guy that was making the money. So yeah, he was, he was the tank, figure. The, the government needed a couple tanks here and there. Whatever these guys made or, or supply, like any kind of war weapon they made, they got the contract for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there was no bidding war. They just gave it to mm-hmm. them. Uh, if exactly. you ever want to be that's, successful. That's more like a monopoly, if you could say. Yeah, if you ever want to be successful it. in life, be a payment processor for the government or a defense contractor for the government because you can get them in contracts where you would just take them to the cleaners. And when you're not spending your own money, You'll just throw it around liberally because you're spending taxpayer money. So it doesn't exactly. it doesn't really mean that much to you, personally. So but it is power. Power power is money, and money makes power. You understand? So comes hand I'm, in I'm hand, just, my man. I'm, I'm powerless right now. No money. Yeah, <laughs> it, hey. It, it comes hand in hand. I mean, once uh, Rain Man took over for interim CEO, he started doing some crazy shit. No, no I see, I see, I see. Once you became CEO, it, it was a wrap. It's all over. It's a wrap, you know? Now Dave can't, can't be screaming, I'm CEO, I'm CEO. Now you can do that. That's right, because I'm Rain Man. Exactly. Yeah. CEO. He took, he, took, CEO. he took over. And the whole point of my inauguration uh, beginning to this was that who do you think was? Who do you think had a better looking wife that night? Barack Obama, <laughs> aka <laughs> shout out to everyone voting, aka two terms, aka Barry O, or Jay Z? Who had the better looking wife that night? Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna say uh, Jay Z. Think Beyonce looked better than Michelle? I don't know. Yeah. Let me let me tell you why Michelle Obama looked better. Her stylist does her up to look better. Oh, you mean clothes wise, like dressed? I'm talking everything, top to bottom. What do you find I more mean, attractive? I mean, dressed she was. Yeah, that red dress. Jesus. I find Michelle Obama more more. Uh, she's more of a mature. Huge dumper. You don't know, like she's too quiet. You understand? She's really like too quiet. Like I know they, her, her and Obama, they freaks. You could tell. <laughs> they just, they freaks. You could tell they too quiet and and you know and they're black, so you know they freaks. Not only that, but I mean, she's trying to wear dresses that are real conservative, and then that little red dress she has on, you can still see her ass from all the way in the back of the inaugurational ball. You can still see wow. it. Massive. Now, Beyonce... She's like 50, right? She's like... That's what I'm saying. I mean, if your wife looks that good at that age, 
You did right for yourself. Yeah, but black women. But don't you look at it like how times change? Like years ago, a fifty-year-old, you see, they were not, they weren't looking like this. No, they looked half dead. I mean, look at Hillary Clinton. Well, she's on her late sixties. But Hillary at one point looked okay, you know. Yeah, she did. We were talking about this at the beginning when of the year. When Bill uh, was with uh, with, with that chick, uh, what, what was her name? Monica. Monica Lewinsky, that train wreck. Yeah. Yeah. Best thing about Monica Lewinsky, she sucks the president's dick to get famous, and she tries to go on Oprah to sell her handbags, and Oprah's just like, hey, we're here to talk about how you sucked Bill's dick. Speaking <laughs> of sucking dick and hand jobs, don't forget, uh, listen to DavinComedy.com. We have three Jews, Davin Rosenblatt, Pip Helix, and some guy named Joe plays in a band every Friday. Uh, you can tune into them. Go to DavinComedy.com, click the iTunes link, and uh, listen to some uh, comedy. There you go. Yeah, if you guys are a big fan of Seinfeld or just um, a bunch of Jews doing... Uh, curb ju- your enthusiasm. Yep, uh, Rosenthal, or maybe even a bunch of Jews uh, making jokes about how the locks on their bagels were too salty. Now, if you ever saw the movie Schindler's List, then uh, Davin's Den is right up your alley. Yeah, I mean, you need to go check that podcast out. Good people over there. Yo, you know what I listened to today? I listened to um, uh, Opie's interview on the Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah. It's a good interview. Did he give us a shout-out? Um, Did not plug the Rain Man and Guy Blow show, unfortunately. Bastard. I know, right? Here we are doing all this legwork, and you can't even throw us a bone. You know what I mean? I don't get it. Near do I. Whose fucking dick do we got to suck around here to get a mainstream plug? That's all I'm wondering. Yeah, I would be good at as a morning show. <laughs> yeah, we really I don't would. get up. I don't get up till noon. But look, it's, it's just the comedy and all that. It'd be perfect for a morning show. Actually, this is what I would do. All right, so so you hand uh, Rain Man and Guy Blow a, a morning show. A script. Hand us right. a script. <laughs> so um, it's Monday. Or no, it's Sunday, right? Sunday. Um, Rain Man wakes up at three o'clock. Yeah. And he uh, eats breakfast, goes to Don and Paul's. Um, goes back to sleep, wakes up at like 9.30, watch, watches Shameless, we watches though. House of Lies. Now listen, oh. I'm telling you what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I watch TV till like 11. Um, not tired at all because I fucking slept all day. I throw a lipper in. I turn on NCAA 2008 on yeah. the TV. I throw in Dave Chappelle Season 2 into the uh, laptop and watch that while I'm playing the video games. All of a sudden, it's like 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, fuck, I got radio in an hour. Yeah. I hop in the shower, spit my lipper out, throw a new one in, drive down to the studio. Guy blows there waiting, going, jeez, Guy, where were you? I've been waiting all I'm waiting all morning for you. You're supposed to be here at 4 to do show prep. Yeah. I go, bro, I've been up all night doing show prep. I do the radio show. I stop at McDonald's because it's not 10 o'clock yet because we only do a show for three hours, 6 to 9. Hey, six to nine. I grab uh, two uh, sausage, egg, and cheese on a, a McGriddle and then two on a biscuit. I eat those on the way home. I eat the hash brown and drink the orange juice when I get inside. I change clothes so I don't smell like greasy McDonald's, yeah. and I sleep till like 4 o'clock. Now it's Tuesday, and I do the same thing over. And yeah. that's what I do every day. That's what it would be. Yeah, I sleep. Yeah. I sleep all all morning into the like after the show, like twelve till like six, seven o'clock, yeah. and then I'm up all night. The only thing that's that, what I would do if I did a morning show. 
We would need QSJ Radio to become an LLC so that we could go to Hudson Valley, the junior community college, to try to grab some good-looking broads who wanted to be like journalist majors oh, like so, interns? so they could look up the stories for us. Because if we walked in to all the shit lined out on a piece of paper yeah. and we just got to like kill it for a little bit and then once conversation was going sour, I picked it up and went, um, yeah, so Oprah had Lady Gaga on, Ray, man. What do you... What do you think about that? I mean, yo, those uh, those little monsters that'd be going crazy you know on I Twitter. Would, <laughs> yo, you know what I would do if yeah. you ever said that to me? What would you do? I'd go. Next story. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so then I would straight up. All right, so then I'd crunch that one and throw it away, and I'd be like, Yo, so Justin Bieber has a tattoo on his shoulder of seven one eight one. Rumor has it that was his high school locker combination. What do you think about that, Rain Man? Next story. Um, this just in. Jay- I'm not gonna lie, yo. If I had a morning show, my entire show would just be plugs. I would just sell out like in the first month. Like I'd be a radio star for like a month. All I would do is sell all our airtime for yeah. commercials, yeah. just to make all money right away. And then no one would listen because the whole show would be commercials, and then we'd be done. And, yeah. But what I would still do is I would still do the podcast yeah, and without the plugs, and that way people would listen. They'd be like, yo, these dudes are funny. I'm going to go listen to them live. Yeah. And then they would go, tune in, but all they'd hear is fucking commercials for a, a solid three-hour block. I'd be doing every. I'd be doing lean pockets. I'd be doing chapstick. I'd be doing Tide. I'd be doing Tide stick to go. I'd be doing every type of beer that's out there. Bro, we'd go so low. We'd even do live reads for Stortz Mountain Brew. Hey, what's the matter? You can only afford water. Well, guess what? For an extra twenty-five cents a can, you too can drink Mountain Brew. Come by Stortz, pick up a six-pack. It's only three dollars and eighteen cents, and I'll see you with a Mountain Brew while watching the Rain Man and Guy Blow Show. Back to you, Rain Man. Hmm. What should I get? Pepsi or Coke? I know. I'll flip a coin. Ooh, looks like Pepsi it is. Pepsi, the refresher. Home. And then guess what I do next? I go, hmm, what should I get? Pepsi or Coke? Oh, Coke. That's what I'll get. The refresher. Yeah. And boom, I just fucking do that for every commercial. Yeah, just that I just line it. up all the competitors. Because we'll get Pepsi and Coke money. Yeah. And I'll be like, hey. And rich. then I'll take my yeah. Pepsi money and then buy and use it as Coke money and then get Coke. And then I'll be like, yo, you know who you got to see? My boy Dante down on 77th Street. He's the one that's got the good shit. You want to get wet? Oh, wow. He's got your PCP. <laughs> if you want to get down, he's got your Coke. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you like to smoke rocks, he's got that too. Go yeah. down and see Dante. Tell him Rain Man sent you <laughs> 15% discount on your first three orders. Because then we'd even make CNN mainstream news. Rain Man and Guy Blow show popular podcast on iTunes just became a syndicated radio station. The first people known <laughs> to actually plug drug dealers. Back to you, Katie. Yo, but here's the thing. Yo, Dante's like my rival gang. Right, like he's not the one that I buy my stuff from. He's the dude, like he owns the turf that I want. So I fucking plug Dante, and then all the police go and they're like, "All right, Dante, 77th Street, we found them. They fucking arrest them, take him out of the game, and now I got the streets. Boom, got the streets on lock. Yep. And so now I take that Pepsi and that Coke money, and I go do my distribution. 
man. Yo. I buy the local shop, right? <laughs> I fucking wipe out all the goods and send them over to Price Chopper. Undersource them, get rid of all their goods and all the mainstream goods. Now I got ShopRite goods in my Price Chopper store because I got that many ads going on, and I turn the ShopRite store into a cocaine warehouse. The cartel comes right up and they roll cigars for me right in the shop too. Yeah, and hopefully before we get murdered by a rivaling cartel, we can just sell our movie to Quentin Tarantino and retire on the residuals. That's right. Yeah, boom, got it all. We got it all laid out, Mike. We're hoping that it hits the ground running. <laughs> that was a whole lot to take in, normal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we got it all laid out, but we're not sure if it's really gonna work out like that. But uh, we can really only hope. I, can, I believe I be, any anything's possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way you guys, the way you guys plan, anything's possible. Yeah. <laughs> No, how about this Somebody one? Somebody might, you gotta stop, you gotta stop saying this thing on the air. Somebody's gonna take your idea. No, don't forget <laughs> to tune in to the Rain Man and Guy Blow Show on QSJRadio.com. And where, where, where is Dave at? Where is he? I think he's off the coast of Virginia protecting the blanket that we call freedom. Cause I haven't, you know, he came to New York, I didn't see him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't call me anymore. No, he doesn't, you gotta email him. This guy's a seaman. He goes. You remember that? <laughs> comes e- and goes. <laughs> you remember that email that we got that had um, the whole plan for the station while it was gone. Yeah. All right. That yeah. Email him at that address. Okay. Because this guy's like call me. I call him. His phone's disconnected. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because if he's underway, he won't be able to get any service because he's in the middle of the ocean. They don't have cell towers out there anymore. The BP um, oil spill. Next time he comes to New York, I'll, I'll kidnap him. Yeah, you could do that too. Uh, pick up ether from like a Rite Aid and just put that on a handkerchief, put it right over it, his it mouth. It doesn't take that. He's a, he's a, he's in the, uh, in the military, but it doesn't take that much to kidnap him. Oh it's yeah. So easy. Yeah, <laughs> I get what you're saying. I'm sure he likes to have a little, a little bit of freedom. <laughs> you know, leave the old wife, the kids, and maybe go out and enjoy himself for a little bit. So you won't have to ether rag him. <laughs> I haven't seen them in a bit, so. Yeah, don't right. Hopefully this summer, if we do the barbecues. Yeah, um, do you think it's safe down there? Can we come down and uh, crash at someone's place or what? What do you think? I'll come do whatever y'all want. We're t- well, yeah, we're, are we going to make it are, are we gonna make it back up here, though? Yeah, that's not a problem. Don't worry about it. Oh, we were a little, we were a little worried back on uh, in Memorial Day when he invited us down. Like, we, you know, we were new to the show and we had just done. Um, well, here I'll just pull up our show list real quick and uh, name, uh, give you the titles of the shows that we did in May. Yeah, we just did. Um, sure, one of them was a racist. I forgot what the fuck we did, but uh, yeah, you know what though, Negrito Midge Morales, which is why we always plug the shut of his Twitter and his show. Here on the Rain Man and Guy Blow show, um, he actually offered a spot at his house, like right off the rip. He's like, I barely even know these two white kids, but if they want to stay on down here for the barbecue, it's good. And uh, man, that's, that's what was he going on. He took his offer. He came. He went. Uh, the other guy, I think you said his name was DJ iTunes, went. Yep. It was so packed. I mean, we'll see. Um, Negrito wanted us to bring this white girl. Name Amanda from of, that lives up here <laughs> with us. <laughs> That's why he wanted us to come down. Yeah. Yo, all right. So the title of the show that we did uh, in May, we did uh, Fifty Shades of Gay. Yeah, okay. that's not too bad. 
Um, we did. Uh, Man, that wasn't too bad. That's not too bad. No. Uh, we did. Did we do two and a half blacks during that time? Uh, no, that was later in the summer. Later in the summer. Um, it's not too bad. We did the bad show. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh no, that was just this past uh, summer uh, whites only draft party. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. We had the scratch interview. Raymond wins gold. Oh, the Make a Wish kid. I know. The thing is, though, yo, all we do is give back to charity. I mean, the Make-A-Wish Foundation was, uh, they were pretty ecstatic when we said, yeah, dude, send a fucking kid down here. And if he really wants to sit in studio, go ahead, send him. They sent him down. Did a Beastie Boys tribute. As long as we didn't have to give him a ride back to whatever uh, place he had to go to, I didn't care. Wow. It's fine with me. Hmm. See, the name <laughs> the name of your shows is, are they crazy? <laughs> This is why I think Guy blows racist. <laughs> I think I think he's racist too. <laughs> why is that? Let's break it down. Yo, g- give me the game film. Okay, uh, the hoodie on Dr. Martin Luther King Day. Yep. No, that's Rain Man. Yo, <laughs> yeah, who's that? That's Rain Man wearing that. Yeah, yeah, I'm Rain Man. I'm the one that does all the work. Oh wow! So there, yeah, you're the this racist. <laughs> yeah, I'm the racist. I'm the CEO. This is Guy Blow here. Yeah, you're the CEO. I'm gonna have to have a talk with Dave. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You're fired. You just have, have a racist <laughs> CEO on, on QSJ. Do you do you even know what QSJ stands for? Yeah, it stands for Queers. Uh, qu- no. What is it? Queers, Spaniards, and Jews Radio. Dot com. No. Um. No. Yo, no, I, what he's this? never told you the meaning of QSJ? I don't no. think he ever did. What does it stand for? He he has never told us. No, I'll let, I'll let him tell you then. All right, well, guess what? I'm the CEO. I'm telling you, it stands for <laughs> Queers, Spaniards, and Jews. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I wonder, um... Queers, Select Blacks, and Jews. Oh, I know what it is. Quality what Selective is? Jams. Oh. No. It's actually in Spanish. Oh, so you're actually on a Puerto Rican station. K subjecto juevo. Do you know that we're not really racist? We actually have a third wheel named Latino Heat. He's our third. Latino he's our, Heat. What you got that from wrestling? No, that's his name. See this red microphone here? No, nah, that used to be his uh, Halo screen name before uh, Eddie Guerrero turns to Latino Heat. Right. So we're not racist. We have a Mexican friend. Yeah, because you got to remember, uh, when Vince McMahon takes a character, that guy's not original whatsoever. He just steals whatever's being used. And at the time, I forgot what was making the Latino Heat movement possible. But just like uh, the biggest um, example I have for you was Razor Ramon. The only thing that he was was just a Scarface ripoff. He was a bad Razor, guy from yeah, Razor Ramon. Yeah. yeah, he was a bad guy from Miami, Florida. Yo, I think this yeah, call-in might be the most stupid. work you've done on the station since we've been here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know what? You're right. Actually, you're right. <laughs> I never heard you're you on right. the radio before. Yeah, yo, and the thing yeah, is, though, because I'm not, I'm not trying to be like Dave. Like Dave has his talk show slash mix show. Yeah. So what do you, you do? What, what do you do with the I DJ just, yeah, stuff? Plug it. Tell us about you. Tell us about your life. Yeah, honestly, Mike, we've already talked way too much. Let's let's flip this and make this. Who is DJ Mike Forty, and what does he do on QSJ Radio? And how do All you, Rayman and Guy Blow Show Samurais, right. tune in to DJ Mike Forty? I mean, we have seven thousand people that download this show every week, and those seven thousand oh, people always hear our comedy. 
And we know we have some different people that call into the show and we plug them and try and get regulars like uh, Jen Friel. But, yo, you're someone that's on this station that does music. You're in the city. You got um, the access to a lot of different places. Uh, go ahead. Tell them what you do and maybe uh, we can help you out. All I, all, I, like I said, my, my show is just a mixture. That's it. All I do, I try to play as much as unsigned artists as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I put a little uh, commercial in there or whatever. Yep. But it's just mostly unsigned artists. I don't charge them. Mm-hmm. You know, they send me the song. I get at least two, three hundred emails a day, just music. Really? You know, so just just to just to play them or whatever, they'll call me, you know. I, and what, what I do charge them for is when I do the mixtapes. So, you know what I mean? So they get on the mixtapes, and I get a lot of downloads off of that, you know. I also do a... Uh, once in a while, I haven't done club in a while, but I used to do a uh, club every every week. I would do a strip club, so those are the best kind of clubs to do. <laughs> and uh, that's it. Mainly, that's mainly it, you know. As far as QSJ Radio, though, you know, like that's what I do. Mix shows. I don't need to be online talking. You know, I'm not really one of those two. Like right now, this is the most I've ever t- spoken on QSJ Radio. Uh, did you hear our show where we called the strip club in Akron, Ohio? And spoke with the uh, five African American dancers who voted for Obama. No. Yeah, we we've actually done a was, t- a ton a ton of legwork on the Rain Man and Gabo show. Your show, your show's uh, like that's why I say the morning show. Like. Yeah, I I 100% agree with you, but the only thing is though is that unless Guy Blow and I'm talking about myself in third person, unless I finally get my shit together and put together a um decent. Um, syndication uh, portfolio to give to my professor by July because after July I graduate. Um, that's never going to happen, but I have to get my shit together. You have no clue the type of journey that I have to embark on to listen through. We've done over 100 episodes of this show. Mm-hmm. I have to listen back and grab bits and pieces to give a 90-second portfolio, a two-minute portfolio, then a five-minute portfolio. And by the way, Rain Man, you know what else they want? And Tell I need me. you to send me a picture of the one that you want. They want a, they want a face, an 8x10 of you and an 8x10 of me, because even though you do a radio show, with the way that the things are going, they want to be able to do the same element that we do. We, do, we do stick cam in Why here. Why do they want my face? Because it's the Rain Man and Guy Blow show. I'm not going to radio school. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm I'm sending this show in for it, well, and I'm you getting can't the help. Play, you nigger, look now you can't play this show on oh, the radio. But you do a ninety second. You clean it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's all you do, bro. And you all have you, your buzzer. You have your beep. You have that. That's, that's <laughs> all you need. You understand that? Yeah. You and and Rayman can't be wearing the the. If you're gonna be like a, I can't wear the hood. Let's say to, to <laughs> FM radio or something. You know, you can't be. You can't just, like, a lot of the things y'all do, you're just going to have to clean it up. We we would most likely get picked up by some random uh, XM station before a fucking... Oh, XM, XM, serious Radio, you can do that. That's where we want to be. Let's get serious, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Nice mornings, because the format that y'all guys have is, is, is a morning show. Absolutely. The jokes, the true. pranks, the calling, yeah, the white boy wasted. You should even make a song called White Boy Wasted. Um, that could be in the works. Just you give me a song and I can parody because I'm not creative enough to start my own song. Like I can't write beats. Yeah, we can't write a beat. Yeah, no way. I'm white. What kind of headphones do you guys have? Good ones. Yeah, like studio, serious quality ones. Nah, uh, you're gonna have to throw those out and get some beats by Dre. Nah, yo, um, no, uh, our, uh, our producer um is a uh, wedding. DJ. These are German. They're HD 202 Sensenheisers. 
Oh yeah. My dream. That's it. My yeah. These are Sensenheisers. That's how we've told the guy blow Rainman show. Yeah, Sensenheisers. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, yeah, 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 be perfect for. And then, you know what I hear in the background? <laughs> Super Troopers, that techno song. Oh, yeah, Sensenheisers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but like I was saying, so what we want to do, though, Mike, is that it's all up to me, but I'm so fucking lazy, bro, that I, ha- yeah, I, have to sit, I have to sit around and do it. The thing is, though, I have all the software in my house where it's honestly point and click because I've already learned all the software. It's not hard at all. It's just the actual legwork of listening to over 100 episodes. Obviously, I wouldn't have to listen to 100 because I would just leave out last week's episode, which well, was we're an missing absolute... like the first 30. I have those at my, I'm, on, on the porn top. Do you? Yeah, I do. In fact, we should probably figure. I should probably put those on the Dropbox. Yeah, that way. I before can put we lose them, them. In one folder. Yeah, yeah, because this computer. This laptop, it's gonna go. yo, it's on its last leg. Like, I've gotten so bad with my porn top that all my bookmarks and my click, my quick links yeah. right up in my browser, they're all porn. Ready? I'll read them to you. Porn, top porn films, uh, free porn videos, um, fuq.com. Like, I don't even give a fuck anymore. This whole computer is just used to jerk off. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? Do you have a girlfriend or married? No, my yo, my that, dude. That's I, that's the problem right there. <laughs> no, we're trying to make it big. Yeah, yo, and the thing is, though, Raymond was probably going to go on a rant, but I'll fucking interrupt him. When you do this and you tell people that you like to do this on Tuesday and that you want to, like, get together a portfolio and you want to work on things, everyone thinks that you're fucking crazy. They're like, what do you mean you want to do that? Hey, you can't do that. You can't sit around and say your name's Guy Blow and he's Rain Man on the radio. It'll never work. What, what's going to happen if someone hears this? What's going to happen if someone hears that? Well, that's why we have made-up jobs. That's why we have yep. made-up names. Yep. And that's why nothing we say on this show is fucking real. And you'll never see my face. Yeah. And that's why everything is made up. Starting December 30th, 2011, Rain Man and Guy Blow changed their profile names on Facebook, created a fan page, and joined Social Crime Radio on the Social Crime Syndicate with a guy named Pedge Jameson. At that point in time, we had ceased to be the people that we once were and decided to be something else completely for the entertain- the purpose of entertainment. Of entertainment, yeah. You never want to be yourself in out, uh, personal things because then you, you don't got a shot. You really don't because yeah, the, exactly. the way this world works, man, you would just get buried between lawyers. But that's why I don't show my face. I don't show my face on radio. I don't show my face online. Mm-hmm. If you meet me, you meet me because people tend to to want. They don't know who I am like physically, so they want to like. They, that keeps them coming back to listen to, True. to right. you know, to download my mixtapes. To you know, because once they get to know you and they see who you are, okay, next on to the next. Now, what do you do for a living? Do you have a job? I do a, yeah, of course, but I don't want to say what I do. Uh, yeah, no, you don't okay. have to. I mean, for example, uh, Rain Man drives cab, and I work at Hoffman's. I own Yo, a shout cab Shout out company. to the Latham Pub. Rain Man's Cab Company. But, you know what I mean? That's exact, That's why I actually stopped doing the radio show. Well, other than I, I don't have time for it. See, that's you know the thing, saying? is that we both have full-time jobs, but we still got together every Tuesday except three over the last two years yeah. and <laughs> a change. Yeah. But uh, actually, 
they've know like listen I don't I'll, I'll try like if I have that day off boom I'll I'll get on and I'll do it you understand but ever since I've started working at that certain time yep. I don't have I can't get on the show you know like today all right boom you know what I mean I'm I'm over I don't have to really do anything I, all I'm doing right now because I also do editing on the side wow. I'm editing somebody's wedding you know so other than that you know yeah I hear you. I mean you know? like, yeah, I, like see, a, you're really techy you know how to do text yeah stuff. it sounds like you're techy we don't know how to do anything tech. No, no like, yeah, I know how, like, computers, forget it. That's why my computers are constantly, my laptops, forget it. They're constantly breaking down because they're old. So I have to constantly clean them out and, you know, so I have the, I'm working on the, 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 the desktop now, but the laptops, forget it. I have to send them out to get fixed. Yeah, that type of talent is good everywhere. Like, you could work, um, Jesus, man, any, anywhere because. Yeah, I do Photoshop. I taught myself Photoshop. Um, I do forget it, music editing, video editing, but not video editing like I could just go and make a movie. Not like, I'm not there yet, but I'll yeah. do some, some of it. Like, the only techie shit that I know how to do is what me and Rain Man have to do. Well, it's me. That I have to do for our show to attempt to take a shot at a syndicator is just uh, piece it out. Because once you use a Adobe Audition for all your music, that program is a breeze, man. It's it's very easy. Anything Sound, Adobe is easy. Yes, yeah, it, exactly. And I'll audi- yeah, obviously, the audition is the sound. Dude, uh, I can't version. even figure out how to upgrade my Adobe. Which one? Photoshop I, or no? I always get Adobe uh, Reader update, and I, I don't even. Yeah, they always constantly, constantly. It's constantly updating. Yeah. Adobe Reader and Flash; those are the two that most will be updating. But your computer should be able to do it on its own. Or download it on its own. All you got to do is click on it. And install it. No, dude, I don't do that because I got a porn top that's all screwed up from doing manual upgrades, and then I got this thing that I only use for radio. This literally sits here in the studio, plugged into everything, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the last year and a half. Well, actually, yeah, last year because I got it last Christmas. Yeah, but didn't you yeah. say that the radio computer that you had actually had some viruses? What, that one over there? No, the one that you use for radio, which has never been jerked off with. No, what it is is that I won't upgrade or download anything on it. Oh. So I can't I can't watch YouTube videos via Mozilla because I don't have the just, necessary plugin. What you have to do is just... Not going to do it. Save your breath. Easy. Not going to do it. <laughs> it's it's perfect condition to do radio, and I'll never change anything on it. All you have to do is, uh, I don't know, but I guess that's why minds keep... Because I'll use one for DJing and one for uh, Photoshop. Now, which one's your porn top? Now, I don't porn forget. My wife, she took that away from me years ago. Oh, you're married? Oh, married, yep. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they will take that away from you. Uh, No, you know how it is. In the beginning, they let you do certain things, and they just start taking. Now, how old are you? You sound really young. No, I'm not. I'm not young. I'm 34. Oh, wow. You're old, bro. You're almost done. Nah. Nah. I don't look it. I don't even look it. He's still, he's honestly still a young, a young fawn in this all. The you know why I'm young? Because I have a young wife. How old your wife? 25. Oh, look at you. That's, that's a lucky man right there. All right. Because, yo. Let's see what you're up to. DJ Mike Forty, I'm 26, and I think that when I turn 27, I want to meet a 22-year-old. It keeps you young. What ethnicity is your wife? What, what? What ethnicity is your wife? She's um, half black, half Puerto Rican. I like that. Yeah, it's a beautiful woman. Did you know that Guy Blow tried to get on to, um, what is it called? Uh, Jerry Springer. No, the, 
the black dating website. Oh, oh yeah, Mike, I didn't tell you this. Yo, Mike, so by the way, um, uh, you can see me on StickCam, stickcam.com forward slash Rainman Guyblow. You'll be able to tell I'm sitting here with my New York Knicks hat on. I'm six foot. I'm pale and I'm Ukrainian. But the thing is, though, I have a huge infatuation with black females. I think they're absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. But they just really want nothing to do with a six foot pale Ukrainian guy. So I tried to hop on to meetblackpeople.com and uh, they won't even accept my profile. They blocked them. They blocked me. You're going to have to do a catfish. <laughs> That's the only way it's going to work. You're on the shop. <laughs> so you grab like a picture of Kevin Durant. <laughs> you make that no, your but, pro. But look at the site that you're going on. No, you can't just. You're going to have to be black on the site itself. Yeah, you grab a picture of Kevin Durant, make him your profile. And then hot girls say, ooh, Kevin Durant's on this site. And you go, yo, not I'm, not, I'm not really Kevin Those Durant. No, I'm not. No, you like pretend that you pretend that you're Kevin Durant. Like you put his like he's on there, and then they go, "Oh my God, it's Kevin Durant." You go, "Listen, Lala, I'm not really Kevin Durant. My name is my name is Guy Blow, and I'm a six foot tall, pale Ukrainian, and um, I would like to have sex with a black woman. Do you think that would be possible?" And she's gonna go, "No." And then the next girl comes, and then you just keep doing it. Uh, I'm Rip Hamilton. I mean, actually, listen. If Catfish didn't work, they wouldn't have a TV show on MTV about it. You understand? It actually yeah. does work. Oh, I know yeah, it works. Also, I got catfished. I got catfished, but I spotted yeah. it early. Yeah. I spotted well, it early, good. called her out. I know. We had but me. you do it, you know, and you might you might get lucky. If yeah. that's what you're looking for. Yeah, Because my... the way you describe yourself, you could just use that on, on Facebook and find people. Well, no, that's true. You could find black people on Facebook. Well, how I described myself, bro, that, <laughs> that's that's legit the truth. I'm six foot pale and Ukrainian, but I'm just saying. Go get a tan. Go get a tan. <laughs> oh, I got an idea. All right. So you combine Facebook and you combine meetblackpeople.com. Meetblackpeoplebook.com? No, you go to the mall. Okay. And you go to the Virgin Mobile store or, or the Sprint store or the boost mobile store that's what it is boost mobile store and you just wait there until you find the girl of your dreams <laughs> you think so you just got you guys just have an idea just call it the black there you go <laughs> the black pages right? the black book the black book.com <laughs> where black and whites can meet that's it oh they wow. got a black book.com no i'm telling you to create it black book yeah, I mean, there's a we lot of... We should call it the Oreo book, so that way it's more... Well, about, even even better, the blackoreo.com or whatever. You get you know two what? black girls for every white guy. Yeah, and we're going to stick with that ratio until or a white guy gets laid around here. Jungle Fever, that's it, junglefever.com. <laughs> no, we don't want to scare them away. <laughs> Otherwise, you know what You know what? junglefever.com turns into? A bunch of white bitches that want black guys. Yeah, I know. Well, then you do it... Uh, only black women can uh, can join the same way they banned him from uh, meetblackwhatever.com. I got banned from meetblackpeople.com. Yeah, the thing is though, because African American males have no clue how good they have it when yeah. it comes to slaying people in general. Because you know, they get their own station, they get their own fucking website, and they're yeah. gonna want their own schools soon, yep. and their own buses, their own foundation, and their own water fountain. What, about, what are you talking about? I'm talking about how you guys easy. had that for hundreds of years. We gave it to you, and I you wasn't didn't want. I was born then. 
Hundreds of years, you guys had your own water fountain, your own buses. You did too. Your, your own sidewalks. Yeah, but Mike, I wasn't born then, not bro. Us. Not, not us. Well, all we had was an island. That's it. Yeah, but now it's 2013. You, you got your own website, your oh, own yeah. station. I wanted to ask you about that. How long was your ride over in the raft? In a ra- no, see, Puerto Ricans, <laughs> we're not immigrants. Oh. Oh. Are you one of uh? Are you we're not considered immigrants because because the United States and Puerto Rico have some kind of agreement there, so yeah, we don't need no green cards. They're in oh. the annex. But I was born. I, I'm born here in New York. Gotcha. You got to remember this, though, Mike. Yeah. As much as we bash ethnic groups, I'm actually second generation here. My uh, mm-hmm. my grandparents weren't born here. Well, my mother wasn't born here. Yeah. My father wasn't born here. You know. Yeah. So I mean, we'll, like I said, it's, I don't know. It's just you know, like you you guys are, <laughs> you guys are crazy. Like like. Y'all guys, can, I'm telling you, the crazy, the crazier you are, the I'm telling you, like, the the bigger your show could get. Like, you guys, like, this is the first time I actually really tuned into your show. Wow, this is the wacky Rainman and Gabo show coming to you in the morning. Oh my USJRadio.com. Oh Rainman, how about we take a step outside, check out the weather? All right, it's uh, 22 in Troy, 22 in Albany, 22 in South Troy, 22 in Gilderland, 22 in Brunswick, and how about that uh, uh traffic? Back over to the sports. This is uh, Rainman with the sports. Knicks lose to the Nets, 88 to 85. Jason Kidd with three turnovers in the final minute of the game and a missed free throw. Carmelo Anthony comes up on a big uh, one for nine in the fourth quarter. Joe Johnson hits the game winner with 1.7 seconds left on the clock from the foul line. Uh, Next, we go to uh, the Lakers game. <laughs> and then let's insert really bad joke here. Can Melo ever overcome you know, you know, Honey Nut you know, Cheerio? You <laughs> what? Have you ever seen the episode of Family Guy where uh, Stuart <laughs> No, we don't and, watch uh, Family Guy. And Brian R. Yeah. Well, you have to watch it. Was don't Stewie tell me what to Brian do. And Brian R. radio show host. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, I did see that. I actually, I, I've seen a lot of episodes. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Stewie. Well, first, Brian starts out doing the radio show first, and then yeah. Stewie goes with him because he has to babysit him or something. <laughs> and then Stewie's really funny on the air, so they put him on the air. Yeah. That's, that's your show right there. Yeah, you know what that's called right there, Mike? That's called hacking it up. We'll never, ever, 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 I'll ever talk hack, like that. Dude. I'll, never, I'll never be that hacky dude. And the worst thing about it, too, is, God, he might even listen. My one professor on Mondays is the ultimate radio hack guy. Because he's, like, he's older, so now he's just, like, teaching radio. And he doesn't realize that the 70s format, that shit's gone, man. Nobody wants to hear a dude who's overly being a hack. Because it makes it sound like he's supposed to be on radio. Oh, my God. So, Mike, let's uh, check out the weather, huh? It's uh, 22 in Troy, 22 in South Albany, 22 in Goodland. Oh, my God, we're a jack, and it's awfully cold here in Albany. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's type... like the 60s, yeah. Yeah, shit's fucking terrible, man. Yo, speaking of 60s, we've done uh, four of them. Um, this is only a three-hour show, and we've been on for uh, four hours, so it's just about time to call it quits. All right, my friend? All right. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Oh, absolutely. Yo, Twitter. Keep, plug doing, it. keep doing what y'all doing. Yeah, we're on every Tuesday. No, so but I actually get um an alert on my phone when, yeah, when, you, when you're on. Oh. Oh, perfect. There you go. Is that you know when I, I work you can't I can't be you know looking at it but yeah no I hear you yeah, you can check it when you can on break well, or bathroom or whatever when I can I'll tune in I got you sounds good man yo right. well we appreciate the love Mike 
Have a good night. Oh, hold on. Before you go, I got a question for you. A little trivia question. Yeah. All right. Uh, what has a... Don't ask him anything too hard. No? Not, you don't want... No, I but assume... I want to actually try to give these tickets away. All right. I forgot the joke. <laughs> <laughs> what has a one-inch penis and hangs upside down? A bat? That's right, a vampire bat. That's correct. Nice. Now, right, one more. what has a 12-inch penis and hangs up? Boom. Rain Got man. him with the corniest fucking joke in internet radio. Mm. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Got him. Yeah, speaking of hacks, man, that right there was uh, one of the hackiest that's hang-ups. That's the hackiest <laughs> hang-up ever. <laughs> yeah, that... That's true, but uh, yeah, that was DJ Mike Forty from QSJRadio.com. If you want to know his schedule, you need to download the podcast and uh, figure out the part where he plugged his Twitter because um, I've used this laptop for porno so much that my actual keyboard doesn't work. It's not due to sperm either. Speaking of not working, that was DJ Mike Forty. Thanks for calling in, buddy. It was good to hear from you the first time ever. You know, we've had a lot of experience with Negrito. It was good to talk to him, too. Absolutely. The thing is, though, as CEO, it feels good to talk to the staff. I got to know him, you know? I yeah. gotta If I'm going to write an article all about him, I got to know him. Yeah, it's good. And then, by the way, all the QSJ radio staff members, man, if you guys ever want a chance to, uh, I don't know, punch into the Rain Man and Guy Blow show Samurais, let us know. Um, your mom says, I love you, honey. Good night. Oh, mom, I love you, too. Thank you for listening to the show. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Right. Good night to you too, Mrs. Ball. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you right now, man. When Stern started out in '70, what made his <laughs> show get so big was his mom always fucking called in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His mom, his mom, his aunt, and his uncle. They hated him. <laughs> yep. That would be um, that. Hopefully, the start of this. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it might not be the start, but I know when the end comes. Yep. Da. Yo, is there, I looked at the likes recently. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking uh, foreigners, and I'm just guessing that they're all spam. The newer ones, yeah. But if you look at QSJ, it's all uh, real people because um, I went ahead and sent it to all well, 500 and something friends on my list. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As soon as I became the CEO, I went and fucking... Yeah, had to. Because I've been shooting them with rain, or f- with uh, you know, ours for so, for so long. Yeah, that you know they grew immune to it. They, right, they blocked them all. <laughs> so now I go, oh, hey, like this, Samurai QSJ. Got him. Gotcha. Backdoor. Yo, by the way, at guy underscore blow on Twitter. Huge thank you to everyone that's been following up to 220 nowadays. And that's what happens when you just tweet 10 random things every morning that are sitting on the trend. I see how you roll. I see how you work. Oh, I get most of them from hashtag unsigned and hashtag podcast. By the way, um, if you haven't noticed yet, Ian Stort, the third baseman for the Chicago Cubs, that interview fell through. But that happens in the booking world of internet radio and podcasting. Don't worry. I'm going to catfish his ass this week. <laughs> I got I got Craig Carton the other day from the Boomer and Carton show. Did, Did you see that? No, I didn't. I, I he was uh, sitting there and he was tweeting everyone out 
um, that sent him a message because he did like a charity event and he was um, responding to people who said, hey, Craig, it was great to meet you today. It was so nice to help out, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, thanks for being there and thanks for meeting me. And so I wrote to him as I was sitting on my couch. Um, it was so cool to meet my radio idol today. Can't wait to read your book. Already pre-ordered on Amazon. Thanks, Craig. He wrote at D.A. Rain underscore man. Thank you. It was great meeting you, too. I wrote, bro, I appreciate the response, but I actually wasn't there. You got tailed. This <laughs> pump. Got him. So guess what, Ian Stewart? I know you're out there. I'm going to get you. Yeah. And um, so what you can expect on the Rayman and Guy Blow show the next couple of weeks is that there's this broad with enormously huge tits who does a podcast about UFC. I want to talk. Um, uh, she she's, uh, writes a sports blog, too. Her name is Jenna from JennaTalks.com. What I want to do is actually not get her on the show to talk. But if we could do an interview where she just puts her tits on stick cam and we just keep doing the show. Uh, she has like a, she has a stick cam name? Um, well, she does a podcast about UFC and MMA. Is she on Twitter? Uh, yeah. Her name is at Jenna Talks DT Com. DT Com? DT Com. Oh, I see her, yeah. And uh, she's just got insanely great tits. And I'm not really sure that we would want to discuss MMA or UFC. I know I don't give a fuck about it. Well, it's a good way to try and get in because Chael Sonnen and John Bones Jones fight this week, so we could talk about it on Tuesday. We could talk about it after the fight's over, you know? Yeah, we could do that. And and then that's how you get her in, and then we uh, get her with the, you know, well, how we do yeah, we'll try to get with the stick cam. We'll, we'll tell her that yeah. it should be a stick cam interview and um, uh, that they should put all the focus to her turts. I'm going to give her the old Twitter file and go, oh, my God, uh, at guy underscore blow, turn me on to your page. You're, <laughs> I love everything that you have to say about MMA. And then she's going to go, oh, guy blow. <laughs> yeah. Not what I wanted. I fucking hate that one. Yeah. I don't even know why we'll, it's still happening. We'll have that. And then also within the week, we do have unsigned artist. Um, we got him loaded up right about yeah. You got some music? No, don't have his name lined up. But he's an unsigned artist that did submit an MP3 to QSJ Radio. All right. And I did tweet him. I told him that we were busy this week because we had Ian Stort. So next week, I hope that we can get him on and uh, we'll give him a showcase. Yeah, I just hope the guy's a fucking personality. Yeah. I can't stand talking to these artists that have no personality. There's just there's so much that we didn't even get to today. Like uh, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but Scratch actually posted on Facebook. Yeah, Yo, saw that. where can I find that Scratch interview? Yep. And I go on iTunes. I on- responded to it, too. I said, Today. iTunes, listed under Scratch Interview. And he goes, what's iTunes? I wow. Didn't even, I didn't even bother. Wow. And then uh, the other one, um, uh, what was it? 
Well, I mean, yeah, we got this whole... Uh, yeah, so we got the unsigned artist, uh, Jenna with the huge tits, that does uh, MMA. Yeah. And then other than that, um, the guy who hosts the show, Property Wars, he hasn't got back oh, to me. Oh, what about... Um, Barter King Steve? Yeah, Barter King Steve. Yeah. He hasn't gotten back to me either. And I tweet those guys at least uh, twice a day. Um, Property Wars show sucks balls, but uh, Barter King is actually pretty funny. I've never seen Property Wars. I'll never watch it because I'm not interested in property. Yeah, because that I'm whole I'm going to rent my whole life. Um, it's, that's not a bad idea because uh, once the housing bubble bursts again in probably 2026, people will still lose. You have to be very, very lucky to make money off property. Yeah. And, like, in theory, it all makes sense. But imagine collecting rent from somebody all the time. What if they didn't have it? Right. And then it's January. By law, you can't kick them out. So they're just hanging out in your house until March. Well, the worst part is, uh, imagine the scenario where you have a tenant, then they don't, you know, they move out. Maybe they pay you, maybe it's effortless breakup, maybe it's tough, and then you can't get someone else, and then you're sitting there paying for an empty property. That's yeah. got to be the worst. Yeah. So, I mean, on paper, in theory, it's awesome to own a rental property, but it just doesn't work out all the time like that. But yeah, so uh, that, that's what we'll try to get on here. Yeah, we'll get Ian Stewart. And get a him or get him back. I'll have a good story for you at least. So I'm the CEO. That's what I do, and that's who I work for. Exactly. Hey, Rain Man and Guy Blow Show Samurais. Thank you, fellas. And that's it. DJ Mike Forty, thank you, brother. We out of here.